So James, what are you thinking about those fours before? What are you thinking about them? In hand. These shits? James gets everything. Everything. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I think they're cool. The the little it's hard. I don't know if you can you see it when the light hits yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw what I saw when it comes off what it looks like. So it's not glitter. It's it, it's it's the it's the rough edges of the of the of the material, which is like a metallic base. <clears throat> to be honest with you, when I'm walking in normal like in just in the sun, you can't see it. It's only when like certain light hits it, like indoors but even then it's only on the toe and you really can't see it i like to shoot if you get if i get away from the the toe box the rest of the display is nice i like it a lot i'm gonna keep them dave keeps sending me uh you know instagram messages and just keeps on making me buy new balances (laughs) he sent me that yeah i tell him stop sending he sends another one I don't know. <laughs> hey, I sent you one thing and you went yeah. browsing on the website and bought two more things. That's not going to be. I sent you yeah. to the specific shoe. That's exactly what happened. And then today you sent me, of course, those SNS pair. I know they look so good, though. Like, I know the way they the way they beat up a little bit, they look nice. I know. That That's 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 like I picked things. up until I got a gray pair. I like the gray. You got to get the gray. I can't tell. I can't share with Dave all the new bows I pick up because he doesn't care until I get a gray pair. <laughs> right. That's right. You got to have a gray pair in the collection. Shit, I don't even think I have a gray pair of new bows. I'm pretty sure I don't. Talk to him, whatever. They don't. He doesn't. He doesn't understand me. It's just, I need some color in my life. You feel me? Yeah, a little Give pop me the to color, it. Baby, you know what I'm uh, you need gray. You need OG. You need it. That feel. You gotta yeah. do the best of both worlds. Yeah. That real Steve Jobs feel. That's what you need. Big color. Mm. Let's go. Yeah. Right. So like those nine those nine nine ones that are coming out this week. There, I saw the price tag on those. Isn't the price tag like two sixty? Mine will be here tomorrow. Oh, you got them? You got them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to go See? for them. So East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I had to go for them. He says, stop playing coming. with me. I'm going to get them. Yeah. Brian, I had, to, I had to do it. I had to. There was no other way. And then, of course, after I get those, I go for the Eurovox. See? I'm going to live through y'all on those. The brown. I like them. I like them. But I like those. Um, I like the ones that are going to come later the ones that are supposed to have like the same material as the turbo green i think those are a little better to me so i wouldn't i'm not like i'm not big on the university yeah they're not anything special i'm i'm kind of over that one i mean i love it i grew up with it It it's the first shoe i had but what did y'all just say yeah i'm done with the one man i can't wait dj what wait till you get old like me (laughs) <laughs> I don't he's get me wrong. They, they hurt. They hurt when he's I wear them. But yeah, Jay, tell them those are must haves. Must haves. They come with. Hey. Now wait, wait, wait. Did they come with white laces? They should. They better. All right. Oh, oh, the white oh, laces nah, with a pop. Yeah, hold up. Nah, hold up. Hold I definitely have other pairs Brian. with white laces. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Easy. Just grab a. Just grab a white lace from another pair. You're good to go. I'm waiting for those turbo blue. Those turbo blue ones need to drop. 
Yeah, Turbo oh, Blues. Yeah, yeah. Turbo those Blues are better. Those are better than me. That's the only yeah. reason. Yeah. That was going to be a problem, for real. Yeah, they are. It's an addictive problem. It is. Those <laughs> silver and black ones, I don't know why I went for them, but I got two pairs. And I'm like, really? I'm never going to wear that pair. Never. I have a bunch of ones, still DS, that I just... Yeah. I don't want to lace... I don't want to do the work to lace them. I know it's, yeah. it's like a stupid you know? pick, but like, I just, I don't want to do that. X. <laughs> yeah, like, I, got- I, I don't even untie the shoe. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes lace, I just slip it on. I don't, I don't have the time to, to deal with all that untying. Oh, my my feet are too wide to do that. Dave, I just looked on the side of my, my bed, my nightstand. And those, that pair is on the side of my nightstand in a box that I totally forgot that I had oh. the, the biohacks. They just Never been sitting there. They've been sitting there, and I like them. But like Rico said, I just the, the time to lace them up just doesn't seem like it's <laughs> it's not even worth the hassle, huh? You say, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but, but I'm a perfectionist. Like I like my I like my laces to be perfect. Like they all yeah. have to be. They got to come wow. out and fold over perfectly. Like I can't I can't deal with the with the just lacing them up. They have to like they have to be pristine, pristinely laced. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a me thing. Like they got to be spaced. The tongue has to have a certain amount of showing. Like I'm See, very. I agree with you, it. but I I'll just no matter what I've done. Like when I've laced shoes myself, I always feel like I get it wrong. Because then I lace one one way, and then I'm like, all right. So now because this is the left shoe, is it is it supposed to be the other way, or is it supposed to be the same way, or or did I go top or did I go bottom for? Oh God. And yeah. I end up just never wearing it. I'm just like, I'm not bothering with it. But that's it's a lot of pressure, problem. fam. Yeah. Left lace over. Right lace first, lace, left lace. That's what that's that's the move. Yeah, but like that, oh, that's for both shoes, right? Or is it for, for one shoe? I and then both sides, we're going this way, the both ways. Mm. Both I'll judge you over Bam. some laces. I'll look at that laces ass. like mm-hmm. oh, he doesn't care about life. You know what I'm <laughs> 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 for real. <laughs> For real, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like ones and fours have. I don't. I can't lace. I can't tie them. So it's got to. Yeah, yeah. There's a certain amount of, of room between the. T- you know, but like my SBs, I don't even untie. Them. You know what I'm saying? Like I, those are factory laced forever, like this. See, it's a nice colorway too. Yeah, that's a good colorway. Yeah, that wheat color is nice. SBs are brand coffee. Those they? are my New York like, Timberland style. Hey Jay, what do you what do you think the uh, the SB? Crave is gonna go away. Has it? I, I feel like it's started. Like I saw Newcastle's for six hundred, and I was like, "Man, Whoa. so check this." It was about two or three years ago. I bought the uh the Concepts Grails, the, mm-hmm. the you know the silver one. I remember. Shiny, right, I got them off StockX for one hundred fifty bucks. Right, yep. and so I I like a dumbass. I, I wore them a couple times and sold them because they were hurting my feet. I went the other week and looked how much they're going for in size thirteen. One thousand dollars. That's crazy. When I tell you, I was so mad at myself. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. I'm gonna show you something, Swaver. These, hundred fifty bucks. How much? How much they going for now? Hardly a year ago, it was like June of like. Tw- oh, okay. So maybe two, almost two years ago, June of 2019. I saw a pair listed for eight fifty. Like that's crazy. Damn. <laughs> what? No, so when I was, so I, I had bars years ago, 
and I, I really wanted to get a second pair. I wanted them, and I was I was being an ass for I was negotiating with a dude for seventy bucks, right? <laughs> seventy bucks. And I was like, nah, I'll give you fifty. Like, let's come on, it's fifty. No one's wearing SBs, and he wouldn't do it because he needed a seventy bucks. And then like overnight, overnight, and shit skyrocketed to four hundred, and then from there to the moon. And I'm like. <laughs> I had these, crazy, these kind of hurt my feet a little bit. I had them on eBay for 130 for probably 18 months. And then I decided, no, I'm going to keep them. Now it's a $700 shoe. It's crazy, man. Now it's I'm like not selling it. it. Now it's like Nike hit a switch and was like, you know what? Uh, let's yeah. make FBs pop well, again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but now I feel like, you know, the I feel like Clivers were really the last new SB that are really going to go for like a thousand plus dollars. Like, I, I don't think it's that's going to continue. Show. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's stunning. Yeah, it's Greg got a pair and he wore it to the podcast. It's unbelievable. Yeah, um, yeah. But I don't, I don't think that's going to continue. The, I don't think every SB is going to end up being seven, eight hundred dollars. I'm just wondering what's the next wave. Like for a second, I thought it was going to be Blazers. Now it's looking like it's about to be Hirachis. You know what I'm saying? It's just bones. Yes, I don't tell my homie all the phones are gonna come back. I guarantee you. Phones, phones are back. I already I'm somehow I, I need to take pictures so I can be like I was, I was ahead of the game. I was ahead of the game, I saw it coming. Phones I mean, look, are definitely gonna come back. I'm telling you. What what's the next SB that's dropping that's gonna be crazy? I mean, aside from like the Royal Toe, imagine like the J Pack series. Which is like hundred dollars forever. The, they have that street food one it's, from New York. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like I That's hear. coming in a couple of days. It's coming in a couple of days, right? That. The city one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the city. And then you have the what's the the dunks, the highs from uh, damn, I just saw it on sneakers the other day. The, the black, the black, yeah, it's like blue. Yeah, it's they, like the one that you sent me. Yeah, I really want those. They're they're really nice, and I don't I don't like dunks like that. Like who, like I don't know. I'm not I'm not even about to sit here and act like I'm familiar with any of this dunk stuff. Like the carpet company. The SB Dunk Highs Carpet Company, they come out in a couple weeks. I see them on sneakers. You know what I'm saying? I, I have never owned a pair of SBs. I think I own Dunks. I owned all the original, the, the, the Rep Your School ones. Those I had back in the 80s. But as far as anything else, I've never worn a pair of SBs. Never one. How do you feel about that, James? Like, you feel like people creeping into your territory a little bit. How do you feel about that? Kind of funny because I know that one of our topics was gatekeeping. Personally, so I got into SBs not necessarily because they were the greatest shoe ever. Like dunks were dope, but I was in college, broke as a mother, right? They were cheap, and right? And them shits were so cheap. I went to the yeah. skate shop in uh, in Aurora, Colorado, when I went home one day, and they had them on. So we're talking about ostriches, um, ostrich broncos um, for like twenty five bucks. Buy two, buy, buy two get one free. And I, I mean, I, I went nuts. I bought everything. I had to take them to squat fits for days. And I mean, as I wore them more and more, I, I, I ended up loving them. And I, I, I still love SBs to the day, Dunks in general. But as far as the question goes, I don't necessarily mind it. Like you, you've seen Menace of Society, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like wax. You know what I'm saying? At this point, I just love watching young kids do work. I love, I love <laughs> seeing it. Like I, I need a little level of respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to be the guy. Are you weren't here for it? You can't wear it. No, I was there. Be cool, have a good time, respect a little bit, uh, and enjoy it. Yeah. But don't try. Yeah. I, the the thing I do hate is obviously the resale element when I don't get a shoe and I have to pay a bazillion fucking dollars for it. I don't like that. 
but as far as like other people getting into it, come on with it. We can yeah. talk about it. I got stories to tell you. Just as long as they respect it, right? Right. Yeah. Be cool. You know what I'm saying? If somebody comes in and starts telling me Travis brought Travis brought SBs back, I will. We can talk. You know what I'm saying? We can talk. Because for me, SBs never went away because resale never affected that market for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. hype. Yeah. I, I was wearing SBs even when SBs weren't a thing for a while. They're from like 2014 to 2018. So I still had them. And it wasn't like SBs weren't dropping. They were still dropping and they were still coming. Um, just nobody wanted them. You know what I'm saying? So now when I see people, I'm like, let me tell you how I got these. You know what I mean? Let's right. talk about these exciting little stories, especially, or like, like uh, my man Rick was just say, barfs for 150 bucks. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's, it's a time pass, but I don't think, I don't necessarily think they're going anywhere. Um, but you know, now I like seeing younger cats try to tell me what's up. <laughs> being, the, being the older guy here, I'll tell you the stories back in those days of getting those Jordan ones for 35 for wholesale because yeah. they were 64.99 and you worked in a store and you got them for $35 and you could order whatever ones you wanted. So you would just go through Nike's catalog and just pick whatever you wanted. And then you would do basement shopping. Saturdays and Sundays, you would just go to stores through all throughout New York and just go through the basement to the old Jewish guys who own the stores. And you would say, hey, listen, bro, can I go in the basement? They didn't care. They were like, why do you want to go down there for? And they're like, don't worry about it. I just want to go down there and check stuff out. And you would get stuff and you'd bring it up and they'd give it to you for $5, $10. You kept half of it. You wore them, you beat them to death. But that was the way it was. It was back then. It was so different. Now I see a shoe. I remember seeing that. I was talking to Dave the other day about a New Balance that went for a hundred dollars. I remember when that first shoe went for a hundred dollars, and I was like a hundred dollars for a shoe. Now that sticker shock isn't there anymore. Well, you're paying two sixty five for that New Balance that just dropped at nine nine one, and you're not even questioning it. The resale, that's insane. I mean. I can't see guys paying $1,000 for a pair of shoes. It's just insane to me. Yeah. I will never do it. And I try, I try my hardest never to resell a shoe. Never. I, and that was one of the questions that I had for, for you guys. And I think I put it on the list that I sent around was like, do you consider resale as part of the like community, part of the culture? Like for me, I'm always like, I, I understand, like I, if I buy a shoe, I buy it because I like it, because I want it, and because I'm aware. I rare, I don't even try really for things that I'm not going to wear or I'm not going to buy. It doesn't really matter what resale is to me. But at the same time, like, I know there are people that are into shoes, but I don't know if they're into shoes because if if you're reselling it, if you're buying it to flip it, if you're buying it because it's the hot thing, and then like two weeks from now you're going to flip it, like are you a part of the community? Are you like part of the, the sneaker culture? Like, I mean, yeah, I think we all get stuff that we don't, we get that we like wear or we put on foot and it's like, uh, I don't know about this. Like, like, Swaver, we were talking about, uh, what was it? Five, seven, sevens a while ago. And like, you got a pair in and you were just like, I, I the same it. <laughs> right. And like, I'm right. the same way, like the five, seven, seven, I got it in and I'm like, this ain't it. Like, I can't, I can't, it doesn't look right for me. I don't like it. Like, and so, yeah, I'm gonna sell it. I won't sell for resale. I sell everything back for retail, you know? And so like, I always, I don't know if I consider resellers a part of the community. Like if you bought it to immediately put it on StockX, 
You're not a part of the community. You're I a don't vulture. Know if you're part of the community. Like, what if you buy it and not in, not in your size? Like, I'm not like, gonna I'm sit not here and say, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go for a, a size 13 and everything. Now, right. the thing about it is, is that uh, how can I put it? We don't have the ability to just go into the store and try on a shoe, right? So you have no choice but to buy a sneaker, get it in, and if you like it, you keep it. And if you don't, if that's gonna, if I, if me flipping that sneaker on StockX is gonna help me get to another sneaker that I want, then I'm all game for it, right? It's yeah, just the people right. that just are buying it just to make a profit off of it, even if the profit is only like $30. Those are the ones that I call culture vultures for sure. You know what I'm saying? We, everybody, uh, Dave, everybody, oh, my bad. Go ahead, Bree. Go ahead. Dave, we, we, we had discussed this last, I think it was last night or the night before, and I had said to her, I reached out to somebody to get those Supreme, whatever those things are, those yeah. Nike Supreme shoes. I don't even know what they are. Are they Dunks? Are they SB? I have no clue. And I was going to use them to hold on to them for something that I want that I know I'm not going to pay that amount. So if I'm going to pay $120 for a shoe and it's going to resell for a thousand, I'm not going to sell it to somebody for a thousand, but if they've got a shoe that I want, well, I'm going to use that shoe as a pawn. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think uh, we, Greg and I talked about it on the, on the sneak disc the last time I was on. And I think it's really just a, uh, what's the intention behind it you know what i mean like if i have i have something sitting in my closet that i haven't looked at i haven't worn i haven't that i'm just like you know what i'm not gonna get around to wearing this like you said swaver it's gonna help me get to another shoe that i want so i'm i'm gonna sell it i maybe i'll sell it for a little over retail i'm not gonna try to sell it for thousands of dollars or whatnot but you know, Greg was trying to say, oh, that makes us all resellers. It's like, no, it doesn't. Because nah. I'm not going to store from store to store to store to get seven pairs of topazes to send to StockX to make my little $40 a pair. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's that's a little different. Thanks. And that resale culture, I mean, has kind of seeped into everything, you know, because now it's not only sneakers, it's sports cards, it's PlayStation fives. It's, you know, it, you know, and it's even, you know, back when I, people were selling iPhones, people were standing in line for hours to resell an iPhone back when <laughs> there's still a really big market for those. So it's, that's more, it's more resale culture. It's more, you know, capitalism culture, not, not sneaker culture, if there is such a thing. It is a little bit of, all of the above, right? Uh, so sneaker culture isn't a subculture anymore. It's its own. It's a whole its own community, its whole thing, whatever you want to call it. But I think, as Rico just said, uh, resale culture is a subsidiary of street culture now. It's a part of it, whether we like it or not. Um, that doesn't mean that you know those people. There are people that are sneakerheads that also enjoy making money. You know what I'm saying? And they'll buy and sell. And those are the people that we go against, and we'll call them all these things because they take from us. But they're a part of this world. They show up to all the same events, and do all the same things. They wear all the same clothes. They want to be involved in that. But they also see the profit in it. So they get involved and they do their thing. And they they, for as much as we like it or not, that's part of it now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's part of the game. These guys aren't necessarily frauds. It's, they're not necessarily guys who don't get it. They absolutely get it. They get it. They also understand supply and demand and basic economics. They want to be invested in this world because this world makes a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? They get their two pair for themselves and then eight pair that they'll resell and they'll make money and they'll make money and they'll make money. You know what I'm saying? They're just invested in a different way than we are. Us in this group, we care about the shoes and everything that goes along with it. We don't want to get 
ripped off buying the pair of shoes from the guys who are taking it from them, but they're there. They're not going to wear. And, and you're absolutely right. They, they're, they're invested in everything else. It's just a capitalistic element of sneaker now. You know what I'm saying? I always wonder, like, so, like, there's those people that are, I feel like they straddle the line, like they're trying to resell, and they're also trying to be part of the culture. Like, I wonder if, like, to me, when I think about, like, sneaker culture, I feel like it's the thing now. Like, you know, Swaver, we talked about this, I think, and you mentioned it in your stories on IG, like, it's like the thing to be into sneakers now. It's not like... Like I like sneakers since forever. You know what I mean? Like I've I've always liked sneakers. You know, I remember when the silver bullet 97 came out. Like I remember that. Like that to me is like etched in my brain, right? And like right. that is something that I always remember. And every time they come out, like I I feel like a special way. Like I gotta get that. Like I gotta I gotta have another pair, right? So like I feel like there's people that never felt that way about sneakers that are our age or that are maybe a little bit younger, like maybe Rico's age that are like, hey, this is the thing now. This is how I show that I'm cool. This is how I show that I have status. This is how I show I have a little bit of clout. I'm gonna rock these. And they also have the resale element, that capitalistic whatever. And so like, I always question like, if it wasn't cool, if Travis Scott wasn't rocking pairs, if the, I don't know, Kim and Kardashian and all the Jenners weren't into pairs. If Kanye wasn't, you know, doing, doing, doing shoes, would it be a thing? Would, would resale culture be a thing? And would sneaker culture, would those people be into sneakers or would they be into watches or t-shirts or something? I don't don't think it'd be sneakers. I definitely don't think it. I know from my personal perspective, I'm speaking of from like a, a nightlife perspective, especially here in Dallas. It's like the last year, I'm seeing people I know for a fact don't know shit about shoes. All of a sudden, like, yo, man, gotta have these. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you know, everybody gets nosy. You go in people's pages and see comments and stuff, and people are like, hey, man, hey, uh, where'd you get these? Let me, let me know the plug. And you know, they're like, ah, you know what I'm saying? I can't let you know the plug and shit. You know, I'm just like. <laughs> What's going on? Same guys I, who are like, who are like the 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 gray space jams. You're like, oh, okay. what? No. Yeah, it, so you know what I'm saying? Like, a, no, that ain't my it. My favorite are, are the rich guys on sneaker shopping that'll pick up a Concord and be like, yeah, black and white joints, clean. Yeah, new. it's like, come on, man. It's just <laughs> it's and they people see people with shoes on social media get attention. You know what I'm saying? And from a dude's perspective, I mean, let's be real. There are sneaker groupies. There's there's chicks out there that likes dudes with sneakers. So if if a regular guy sees somebody with sneakers and goes through his comments and see all these girls comment on his stuff, what do you think he's going to do? Well, let me get on these sneakers right now. So I, I don't think people per se, the masses love sneakers. I think they like the benefits of having sneakers what comes with it, the popularity, the, oh, damn, he looks cool. Uh, let me try to be like him. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I personally don't think overall the love for sneaker is really genuine. No way. Impossible. Especially when I know somebody like us invest time, money, Saturday mornings, you know, going from website to website trying to buy our shoes. I know y'all are doing that same thing as us. 
So I, I can't say you're invested into it if you're not putting that sacrifice in. You feel me? I, yeah. it, it gets me mad. It gets me upset. You can tell I'm getting worked up right now. I just hate poses, bro. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It goes back to, you know, that the way we just love the materials, the execution, what goes into that shoe. There's, it's, it's that deeper love. We were talking about it, DJ. We went back and forth one day and you said, you know, about the resellers and you were saying about how you want, you know, like, I'm thinking about getting out of this. And it, it'll, I'm telling you at my age, it is ingrained in us. It, it runs it is. through our blood. We love this more than anything. You know, like I still look at a shoe and I fall in love. I fall in love with that shoe. I don't care what somebody else is wearing. I just fall in love with that shoe. I don't care what anybody else thinks about it. It's, it's everything about it, the story behind it, the execution, the materials, the way it looks on my foot, the way the pant falls on it, everything. The way it just, there's so much that goes into it. The love that you have for it, and, and that'll never go away. These people that like SBs, these people that resell, they'll come and they'll go. You'll see it. It'll happen. They'll find the next wave. They'll find something else that they like. We will still be there on Saturday mornings. Exactly. We're getting our heart broken every time when it doesn't say we got them. Every Saturday. You know how it goes. <laughs> Try to call everybody. The thing for me is just like, all right, when's it going to happen, though? Like, yeah, that part. Anytime now, the bubble's going to burst. Dunks are gonna sit. They're gonna be sixty five dollars again. Like it, it has to happen again, right? But I think, hey, but I think, I think, I think, I think so. Because, because the way the way I see it, you know, it, it's shoe cold. This whole shoe thing, it's not gonna go away because uh, guys like us are being born. You know what I'm saying? Like there are gonna be guys who didn't get the Clivers, who talk about the Clivers, who really wish they could have had it. You know what I'm saying? And then 10 years down the line, they're making money and they're going after these shoes and they fall in love with sneakers like we did. You know, it's not necessarily just us. There, there's a new sneaker person being born every day. Their subculture is just different because we were we were around before social media made shoes cool. You know what I'm saying? We were the, we were still part of the culture walking down the street and we sit, we saw the shoe out of the corner of our eye and you, you knew, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, this is that, you're that man. You know what I'm saying? There was no hashtags. There was no Instagram to gas you up or to make you feel like you were you know, you're a part of something different. Like this when we were just a, a completely different group. But, you know, even then, you know, it wasn't like there was a vast array of shoes that were available to us. There was still a certain number and we were still going away. We were still selling, um, shoes were still selling out. Maybe in the early eighties when we, when sneakers were still in their, in their infancy and, and, and this whole thing was starting to develop. But as we go through the years, it started to become a thing. It's just, nobody knew about it. You know what I'm saying? Only the few, and we were a part of that group. And now I know there's kids that are, in there you know that are 14 15 16 that see the shoes that they can't buy because they don't have the money to buy them you know and they hope they can get it and eventually when they make money they're going to go back and hunt for the shoes just like i did you know what i'm saying or just like someone we, or like we did but there is that group of people who are just here so ever said because sneakers are cool because they want to be in the conversation you know what i'm saying you show up at the club and you see a bunch of dudes and they all wearing the exact same shoe that just dropped last week you know what i mean and, and they want to be in they want to be in so bad and that's cool come on join the club but diversify, my boy. You know what I'm Man. saying? <laughs> diversify. You know, if it, I try not to wear the shoes that drop this year because I don't want to necessarily wear the same shoe everybody else has, and I'm happy to have it. Sometimes I just can't get away from it, and I will wear it. But, like, 
there, there will be a, a bubble burst left behind in the group that'll come after them. Always. I don't think shoes are going anywhere. Zero. Zero spot. Maybe we'll 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 SBs and 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 dunks drop to 50 bucks again. Yeah, probably. I'm sure they will. Just like Air Max 90s and Air Max Ones aren't shit right now. They'll be back though. They'll be right back. It's fashion. It's just a cycle again. It's just who's going to be there to pick it up when it comes. Is it, is it, you think it's brand specific? You think that without like the influence of someone like Nike, that it wouldn't be as big as it is? Um, Cause I always think like, I'm always, obviously like I'm very counterculture. I always, I, I don't buy as much Nike as I, as I did in the past, or I don't even, you know, I don't, I don't pursue stuff just because I know, like, I know, like sneakers is just a waste of memory space on my phone. Like, I know that, right. You know what I mean? So do you think that there is just all of this popularity behind sneakers because Nike is there because Nike is, is creating that imagery? Or do you think that there is something that people missed and now it's just coming around. I think we've shifted from less of it being a company thing and more to who's behind it. You know, it's not so much, oh, wow, Nike, what a great job you did. Now it's, wow, Ronnie, amazing work. You know, wow, Teddy, incredible work. Uh, Joe Fresh Goods, amazing. Like it's become so much more about the, and it's weird to say personalities behind it, but it's it's really those people that um, those specific streetwear influencers. Another word I dislike using, you know, those <laughs> yeah. streetwear influencers that are really, you know, out here informing, you know, where it comes from. Like if if that Sean Weatherspoon ninety seven one was just another Nike shoe. I don't know if it would have been as popular because they've done Corduroy 97s before and no one really cared. And those are better than the Witherspoon ones. But here's this guy, this, you know, big personality guy with this giant neck beard and he's a resell guy. And now everyone wants the shoe because his name is attached. Especially with everybody. with and It's a combination of everybody. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be able to have that pair that nobody else has. And that's that's what's drawn up. That's basically every shoe you're like, am I going to get it? Can I get it? Who's rocking it? Is this going to be? How often do you hear? I wonder if that shoe, what that shoe is going to sell for. And we all know what that means. What's the resale, right? Like, what's it going to resell for? Because now we know that there's people who want to get it because resale is going to go high, or want to get it because they want to beat out the reseller so they can keep the shoe. Maybe they don't even necessarily want it, but they want to say, I got it. That got them fucking tag that comes from Nike is more valuable than the shoe for most people. Because they won and they're in the crew. I'm in it. I got that dub or you took the L. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's, that's what it is. Like sneakers are cool kids. It's, it's also part of cool kid mentality. And at the same time, it's its own sub-series where it, we're, we're all a bunch of contrarians because we don't, I'm not wearing loafers. I'm wearing fucking SBs because I'm, I don't take myself that seriously. But I do because if I lose, I get angry. You know, we're just a big ass walking contradiction. So I got to ask, like, you know, like I always... I think, you know, part of the thing that keeps me engaged in sneakers is, I guess, people like you guys that are are similarly obsessed. And so I'm always, I'm always curious, like, you know, yes, I, I care about the sneakers and 
that is a big deal to me in its own right. Like, and I love to get, you know, I love that feeling of like a new box and I don't even, and I don't have to post it. Like, I, I just love that feeling of a box coming in or like hearing the footsteps on the front door. <laughs> like, no one, no you're the that, UPS man no running up, knocking He's yeah. gone before you get to the door. Yeah. yeah. Or that FedEx, <laughs> that FedEx notification, hey, your your package has been delivered, whatever. Um, I want to know, like, what, what do you guys, like, what do you guys think of, of the community? Like, are there things that attract you to more than the sneakers? I think, you know, like, I get attracted to having conversations with, with, with all of you and, you know, people all over, all over the world now. And like, I tell people regularly, I don't, I talk to more people outside of the state than I do probably inside of my state, um, you know, and about sneakers. I think for me personally, it's, I like the connections, like you said, you make with other people that are passionate about sneakers like you are. Like we've all talked before many times on Instagram, but this is actually the first time I've talked to all of y'all except James, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but it's like, it's almost like we already know each other. So it's not that awkward, hey, how's it going? Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> but it's just that connection that Sneaker brings, man. It, it's wild, the connections you make just over a pair of $150 shoes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, that's something I would n never trade. That's my main attraction to sneakers. I mean, of course you like rocking sneakers that look dope, but it's just the camaraderie you have. It's almost like a, a, a fraternity. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't think that's something I would ever trade. That's And so when I started building relationships around sneakers, I think other than the chase of getting a sneaker that you want, the connections you make with people, people you don't even know, um, that is priceless to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think a lot of times that is missing in the sneaker game. I don't think people really, care about the connections they just want to say hey i got my sneaker it is what it is they don't like those memories you have talking to a person about a sneaker going back and forth why you like a sneaker why you don't what type of materials a sneaker has uh i think that's what's missing you know what i'm saying that a lot of people don't really value in today's sneaker culture so to speak you know what i mean so i feel like it's almost up to people like us to keep that in the culture we have to preach that to people because if not, that element of the sneaker game is going to be lost. It, it's, it's inevitable, especially when you got a younger generation of sneakerheads coming up that maybe aren't, they don't know about campouts. They don't know about calling sneaker stores all day, trying to find a sneaker and do a phone order. They don't know anything about that. So they don't have the connection aspect of this game. So I feel like it's up to us to almost school these youngins to tell them like yo it's more than this game than just getting a got on your screen bro it is you know what i mean i hate to sound like that old dude that old grumpy man but sometimes it just comes out i, I can't help it <laughs> wait till you hear my answer that's the dude, like... I, I, i'm about to say i know b got something to say you know right, so for me it's a little bit different the the, the community is important yes but for me I don't really care. You know, there's a certain few. I keep that group real small. I don't really care about going all the way out and getting those. Because for me, I, I want to keep my circle small as far as I know who loves it and who doesn't. And that's good enough for me. And for me, it's going back and forth with Dave, going back and forth with Swipe. 
and, 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 and a few others. That's all I care about. I don't really care about having somebody know what I have, what I don't have. I care less what anybody thinks about anything that I have. And I'm not trying to impress anybody. And I'm not trying. I just love sneakers. That is it. At the end of the day, this is about one thing to me, the sneakers. The community is great, but I just love sneakers. I love everything about them. I have loved them for since I'm since 83 was the first pair of sneakers I got. I got a pair of 750p New Balance James Worthy Express, and that was the shoe that said it. God damn, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, I was one. I was nah, one, too. I was one uh, so for me, you know, I, want, I don't even think my parents had sex yet to get me. You don't see what's going on. God damn. So, so back then, that community was so small. And you used to see guys at certain places. And, those, and it was always a small group. And I'm coming from New York. I'm not coming from like upstate. I'm coming from the city. I'm coming from Brooklyn. I'm coming from Manhattan, Queens, the Bronx, the boroughs. You knew everybody running the boroughs. You knew who was into it, who wasn't into it. There was no social media. So we didn't have that hype. It was all about the love. You, you spent every moment thinking about them. I spent all my high school years. That's all I thought about was sneakers, sneakers. I played ball. So for me, sneakers was huge. I mean, it went everything with the culture. It went, you got to remember, hip-hop started when I grew up. So I grew up around, I'm not talking about I grew up through social media with Nas. I grew up seeing Nas. I grew up seeing, I went to school with a Tropical Quest, with the Jungle Brothers. Those are people that I encountered every day. So that culture was, it was ingrained in me. It was all part of my life. So the sneakers just fell in place of the love of it. So I had that love and you kept it so small because you knew not everybody's going to love it. Not everybody's going to understand it. You'd always get those looks. But I'm a retired cop. You know what it was like to be wearing sneakers? Like some of the stuff as in the police department, people were like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> really? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what you think? It's like, I'm for real from the streets. Right. Like, this is real. This is, so for me, when I see a sneaker these days, yes, does it break next? Do I look at it? And I'm like, damn, those are nice. But it's not, I'm not worried about who likes what or who doesn't want or anything about the small little group is good enough for me. I'm good with that. I'm good with the, the, the couple of few that I go back and forth with that I know that loves this. That is, it's, it's, it's all about that. It's not about anything else. I don't worry about what somebody's reselling, what they're doing. I could care less about that stuff. I care about the love of the sneaker. Everything about it. Respect, respect. Yeah, everything. Exactly. Like, um, uh, you know, when I talk about generations, like that's, the, that's what it's about because you, like, I could listen to Brian tell those stories. You know what I'm saying? But then there's kids that will listen to what I have to say. And then I think that group of youngsters right now that are kind of awkward and weird, they don't have their stories yet. Yeah, they may not talk about campouts, but I goddamn promise you they're going to talk about sneakers at to kids who, when sneakers is gone, they're going to have their shit. And I'm going to be that dude. And I'm be, so you see him like, uh, being was from the first gen, you know what I'm saying? First generation of sneakerheads. I was one. Half of us in this group weren't even born yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the next group, you know, and I'm, I'm in the next group and then the next group and the next group. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's a generational thing. So when you feel, when we talk about community, I feel like the community expanded from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to be about the shoes. 
But when I walk into a place, like if I if I walk into a room and Dave and I have never met in person, I know that I'm going to say, the, we're going to look at each other's shoes and be like, oh, you rocking them shits. You know what I'm saying? You, you got those on your feet. It's never going to be an awkward conversation because we've already had that. You know what I'm saying? We have that one thing in common that's going to break the ice. It's going to keep it going. And that that will grow with every other generation that's going down. Even though right now, there isn't the camp out where we sit there with, you know, and talk about, you know, damn, the, you know, you see Jordan's game last night. Now, you know, that that's moved on. You know, we, Kobe's gone. It's a new generation of kids coming in and they'll have their stories and we're going to be telling them that same shit and they're going to join it and they'll do it down the line and it'll be this whole revolving thing. And, and that's what I find exciting about it. So like, that's why like, I don't care for gatekeeping because like, yeah. you, dope. I hope you get it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to resell shoes, good luck to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, dope. But if you want to talk kicks, I'll tell you a story. Let me yeah. t- and then if I can't tell you a better story, I'm going to point them over to to sway or to be or whoever like if we get in a group and that's the thing like fortunately like i i've been in conversations with with uh so and brian and, and people will walk up and join that conversation because we're talking about something that we all have in common you know what i mean and that's a passion for sneakers whether they're hype or not or they become a part of mainstream or not or social media this or social media that or whatever b used to go into basements i used to look at phone books you know what i'm saying other kids are gonna they're scrolling through sneakers app you know what i mean like it, it's the we all have our 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 generational element of it but we're all part of the same world for the same reason at least some of us you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. rico where are you from i am also from new york originally i'm from brooklyn where in brooklyn uh marine park sheepshead bay yeah area. yeah sure sure i'm from uh uh king's highway okay okay yeah right. They're talking at East Coast talk, and we like. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. I, I saw, I saw. I could tell he was about that garbage can. He had the Mets symbol on there, and I'm yeah. like, only uh, somebody from New York is repping the Mets. Trust. God, thank right. God. Yeah. Thank God he doesn't have the Yankees. Oh, no, man. I can't. I, I can't. I fucking hate the Yankees. I can't awesome. do it. Hate them. Yeah, uh, my no, answer I, really just reflects what all of you said i mean you know even if i lost the connections even if i lost i'm still gonna love the shoe i'm still gonna want the shoe i'm still gonna want whatever new balance whatever asics whatever nike whatever anything that comes out that's what i'm gonna go for it's what i'm gonna gravitate to uh i didn't mean to interrupt brian i'm sorry no no no. uh quick thing rico for you did you sneak a corner on no strand i wish yes i on no strand yeah, one was on one was across the street from the projects. Yep. Between like y, y and Z, and the other one was up by J. Yeah, that was, it was that one. I used to buy I used to buy a lot of Air Force Ones there. I bought a yeah. pair of uh, Pure Money Threes for my mom one year for Mother's Day. She still has them. They're decrepit. But my boy used to own that. My boy Jason used to be the owner of that. Place. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. He sold it a couple of years back. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I used to work in a store on Kings Highway, Buy Hawks, back in the days. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, do y'all think New Balance is going to keep this run going? I hope not. I don't want <laughs> people to buy New Balance again. <laughs> man, I just, I just been waiting for Asics. Like, come on, Asics, what's going on, man? Just like I want that that 2015 feeling to come back so bad, mm-hmm. so bad, and it's Asics just keeps failing me. Like, I thought it would with Sean. They've got an exciting collab coming with Carnival. I don't know what That's that awesome. is, but it's a. It's a Kayano 360. It looks amazing. Does it really? Yeah, it looks terrific. I'll send it to you. I, I think New Balance, New Balance is 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 kind of like they're they're really good. They had a really good year last year, 
but they also got helped out by the fact that there was, I think, in my opinion, I feel like they got helped out by the fact that there was the pandemic and they didn't have the, the ability to ramp up and, 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 and sort of boost their production numbers to the level of demand that, you know, that they, that they sort of inspired early on in the year. Because ultimately, that just left people wanting more. So, you know, right now they're really, really hot. But I think once they once they ramp up production and more people are able to get things, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna sort of even out. You think they're gonna? I, I, so you think like them okay. knowing that having limited stuff has built their profile. You think they're gonna start pushing out more? Yeah, I do. Uh, well, I they, know they, they will. They I would know be they crazy are. to do that. I, I, <laughs> I know they are. I know they are because there's no money in it. There's no right. money in them not being able to put out enough product to sell. Like there's not, there's there's no money in them leaving money on the table. True, so if there's, true. If there's, if there's 150,000 people that want to buy a pair of shoes and they can only produce 25,000, they're leaving, you know, how much money on the table. Yes, there's going to be that that hype but eventually you got to you got to sort of capitalize on that right true true because i mean so you think that like you think with i mean with it it really feels like they're now in a place where they have all these connections with like all these streetwear brands now like you know Sally Benberry and you know ALD and all these places that the limited product is selling they're going to go back to their old production numbers thinking it'll still sell. Like I, I just feel like they're probably making the same money hand over fist with all these collabs and stuff that they were in 2019, 2018, when they were just pushing out unbelievable GRs and whatnot. Once that MB one comes back, a lot is going to change as well. Cause once that MB one comes back and that you're able to make those sneaker, a, a lot of that, a lot of that hype and a lot of that, that not being able to get, you know, like they did capitalize on this pandemic, but they are definitely going to churn out a lot more numbers. They're not a Nike. They don't have that whole portfolio. They don't have the backing, the money. They're going to have to put out more. But once that MB1 comes, a lot of people are going to make their own colors and like, you know, it's going to ramp it up. I mean, you get to think like stuff that was really hot two months, three months ago from them is already sitting like, you know, and we talked about this on the new, ba- we did a new balance episode um, last week or two weeks ago or whatever. And we talked about like, like 327s are sitting. Like you could go on, you could go on new balance right now. You get any size you want. <laughs> my bad, my wife is messing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're an ass. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> But ah, three twenty-seven. With all due respect, I'm not surprised that three twenty-seven is sitting. I mean, no, that I don't. I, dookie. I don't have <laughs> any. I don't have any, but I, I'm not surprised either. And so are and so are the the two thousand two R's, right? So there's there's colors sitting right now on a New Balance too, and those were really really hot, right? Especially once Salehi dropped his pair, you know, people couldn't get enough of them. But then the GRs are sitting, so like I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I think nine nine twos are still really hot. I think I think a lot of the made in the USA stuff is really hot. But like there was a period where you couldn't get anything made in USA. Like 
you couldn't get gray anything, right? And they ramped up production. They got a lot of those things restocked. And like, I got gray 992s for under retail, you know, like it's, I think it, I think it just, it matters for a little bit. And also I will say this, and I, I think this is something that I wanted to talk about too, that Rico made me think of. Their influencer game is really on point. So they know just who to get a pair to, to spark something, right? Like they got like the number one TikTok star to wear a pair of Salehi's, you know, 202Rs before, you know, before they released. And that was huge, you know? Um, Kendall and Kylie were, were wearing 327s, you know? So like that really made that shoe pop. But I haven't really seen anybody wearing like 997s or, you know, 998s like that. You know, no, I think not at all. I think um, the only people that can make those is, is, is like concepts. Like I think they're the only ones that really know how to get those to like fly. But like I think it's I think it's about influencers, like for them, because they've really they've really been able to get like they got Jerry Lorenzo to wear stuff. Like that that's a big deal. Like and so for me, I don't know, like I don't I don't think that I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if those that like perfect storm is sustainable. Like, like Kanye West, he wore those uh, the United Arrows that nine nine seven and a half and a half, and then Ronnie brought it back, right? And so like that was like a big deal. But like I don't know if you can I don't know if you can sustain that. Like I don't not with not with New Balance or any runners. That's a niche community. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, so uh, I don't think the masses will ever totally get into like New Balance. I mean, I think I think they can, but like, how many times? How many nine nine twos can you make, right? And this right. is back. To, this is back to the twenty fifteen question of how many gel light threes can you make? <laughs> yeah, eventually you're gonna run. Eventually you're gonna run out of ideas. That's a fact. Because by the so, tail end, by the tail end of that two thousand, uh, that twentieth anniversary, some of those uh, gl threes got kind of whack. You know what I'm saying? Until Ronnie came out with the homeless joints. You know what I'm saying? But some of those, some of those were garbage. Like the Atmos birthday. Huh. Was like, what the hell is this? this you just came Wait, out with a joy what? Three. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> hey man, let's keep it real. Out of all those 25th anniversaries, that was the wackest one. Oh yeah, that was by, definitely by the far. One. That was, <laughs> was definitely like, the wackest one. Yeah. It was like, damn, did we run out of ideas? But still though, that two, that that 25th anniversary, such an run, interesting shoe. Hey, but, you either love it or you hate it. You know what I'm saying? There's no way in between when it comes to GL3. <laughs> Of all time, period. I, I'm in such a I'm in such a middle area because I think the silhouette from the side is so dope. If that's if that split tongue, right. that split tongue, right? That tongue, bro. You know what it looks <laughs> like? It, 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 it looks like fat, like a coochie. I can't you stand that shoe. <laughs> that's what it normally is. You either like the GL3 or you hate it because of that tongue. You know, it don't have a handed. it don't have a wide foot. That tongue isn't even connected. You know nope, what I'm saying? No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Like I need to buy a pair and send it to like a customizer and like have it shaped together and then come back to me and I'm like, great shoe. But every like every every gel I three, I swear to myself, I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna like it. It's gonna look good. And then I put it on my foot and I look down and I'm like, I have a vagina on my toe. Pretty much. Like it's, I don't. It's just, I got a big old vagina on my toe. It's on my foot. It's kind of weird. But then like the GL5, that neoprene, I hate that neo, neo like oh, I love it. I hate that part, man. Cause like I, I got it. a I got a weird looking ankle. So it just looks 
from above, it just looks weird. You know what I'm saying? I love it. It's it, it depends on the it depends on the Gelite Five because I've had a few that are like, mm, but I love the Gelite Five. Like that is like that's my shoe. That's one of my shoes. Like that's top top three for me. Top three. If, I, if I'm being honest, that's why I got into runners, mainly because I didn't want to look like everybody else. Because everybody, you know, down here, especially down here in Texas, you either oh, rocking yeah. Jordans or Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me get let me start checking out runners more just because I just wanted to look different. You know what I mean? And I just fell in love with it. I think if we're being honest, that's probably why most people got into runners at some point because it wasn't what everybody was rocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are runners are runners like like I always keep thinking this that like runners are sort of they're that like that that niche inside the sneaker inside the sneaker game that's hard to crack right because everybody like you could you could have a hit like you could have a hit silhouette you could have a hit like collaboration but it's hard and I think again Ronnie is like the only person that's been able to like consistently put out runner collabs that are like amazing and they always sell out and everyone's always going crazy for them but to do like a sustainable hit where every time you put out a runner shoe, I think other than Nike, like in the Air Maxes, like I feel like it's not possible to say, all right, we're going to make this, this runner like gel I threes, they have a following, but they're never going to pop like SBs ever do are no. pop right now. Never, never. Yeah. like never, even in 2015, they weren't that popped. And that was like the biggest I think I've ever seen them, right? Yeah. Is that just me? Like, do you feel, I feel like that. I feel like, I feel like it's never, I feel like no one's ever going to be like, I can't get runners. I can't get any runners because runners are the thing. Runners are the way. I think that's why, I, that's partly why I love it. Because <laughs> at some point it's always going to be somewhat accessible. You know what I'm saying? If if you have the right connections to, or know where to look, you know? I wanted to ask y'all this. I did before this came, um, before we got on this call. I knew that I wanted to ask y'all this, and this is regarding like Ronnie Fig, right? Do you think? How can I put this? Do you think he's somebody that's? Do you think he's wrong for kind of evolving his brand and kind of forgetting about his loyal following that kind of got him to where he is? No, everyone, everyone's got to evolve, man. Like, I. You know, I'm not going to expect I, – I I feel the same way about everything. Like, I'm not going to expect Christopher Nolan to put out the same movie every time. I'm not going to expect, you know, any – I'm not going to expect to Kanye to put out the same music every time. Like, he, right. he probably could have made, you know, college dropouts and late registrations for years now. And But, you know, he didn't want to do that. He wanted to go in a different direction. He wanted to make Yeezus. He wanted to make 808s, you know. And so I – I, I I don't really care about that. Like, if he wants to go, I mean, I just seen a store in Paris, and uh, someone commented on it, like, "Oh, this this just looks way overly lavish. Like, you're supposed <laughs> to be a streetwear store, or so, some along those lines." And I'm just like, why? Like, who says that kid has to be a streetwear store? Like, if he wants to open like a lavish shop and make it look kind of high end, like, more power to him. Like, you know, it may pass some of us by but you know we have things like like the 252.1s that came out last year and um stuff like the the loyalty program and like things like that like that'll 
you know, and Monday programs, like that'll still have us buying Kith, but maybe not in the way that we did once. So it's kind of like a, a double sided answer where if he wants to grow the brand, that's great. Please don't forget about us. Yeah. I, my only fear is that other boutiques start to see what he's doing and it'd be like, you know what? We got to do that shit too. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, but I feel like I feel like it takes someone like a Ronnie Feig to really pull it off. Someone like the only comparable person I would say is maybe, maybe Dion. But but Dion doesn't want to do that. He said know. that he doesn't Dion want to do could, that. Man. Yeah, but he said he doesn't want to do that. He said that his thing is the he's Dion's Dion's a sneaker guy. Dion's he says he does very little with the you know with the apparel. He does some of the apparel stuff, but he says he's a sneaker guy. He says, you know, hey, I'm here to do like cool stuff, to do like interesting stuff. I always want to like tell a cool and interesting story like he's all about product he's not about I mean I think he is about doing like like a cool rollout for a product but I don't know if their concepts is ever like trying to take over the world and shit like that yeah they're not they're not trying to create like uh I don't know they're not creating trying to create like a new a new I don't know like a, a a new feel a new vibe to their store like they're very they're very down to earth i i see i said this i said this about ronnie a while ago like i'm very happy that he continues to do like gel like threes and puts out like new balances and for me honestly that's enough like i'm always i'm always most impressed by the stuff he advertises the least <laughs> like He's putting all this work into the Paris stuff and the Paris store. And like, I don't, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I, I mean, if I go to Paris one day, like I'll probably check it out, but I'm not, I'm not over the moon about it. Right. Like that's, I feel like he's not doing that for me. He's doing that for somebody else. Like a high end clientele or something. Yeah. I've always said though, that the thing that I find disappointing is that he doesn't, he doesn't make staple products that are, that are readily available. Like, for me, like I like, I like, I like Ralph Lauren, right? I can always go to Ralph Lauren and get a long sleeve, long sleeve sweater, black long sleeve sweater with a polo logo right here. I can always go get a polo shirt from Ralph Lauren with, you know, in my size. I can, I bought a kids shirt like 2015, 2014, all black, kids logo. It was a large. I'm a bigger guy than I than I was then. Now I need an extra large. I can't go get that shirt. That shirt doesn't exist. But it's a basic staple. Like having a basic a basic black shirt that says Kith and screen print on it. Could always be available to get. Could always be available yeah. to me. Or it should come out at least two or three times a year, right? And then I should be able to try to buy it. But it hasn't. And so like to me, that's disappointing. Like I feel like he's big on. He's, he's a big enough brand where he should have staples that are readily available all the time or that released multiple times a year, every year, so that we can, you know, so that he can have regular clientele that's not into, I don't need Montclair. Like, dog, I don't need that. I don't need that. Like, I don't, I don't need Versace anything. Like, I'm not, I'm not there for that. Like, you, you doing that for a Monday program is not going to, 
pull me in, right? So like, I feel like that 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 is that is my only thing. Is like, yeah, he's always evolving. He's always doing new stuff that's cool. Like, but where are the sta- where's the staple stuff that like I can purchase, you know, readily all the time? I see Teddy and the AOB doing the same thing. They're, they're falling in that same line as, as Ronnie. You know, and of course, I mean, they're, they have that connection. I mean, so you're going to see that happen. Certain places are always going to have that. But like Dave said, you know, I just want to be able to get something that I like. Just the basics. Yeah. You know, I don't need anything higher end. I don't need you know, just the basic. That's all I'm looking for. I'm just looking for a basic, you know, item from you that you should be able to hold in stock. You know, it just doesn't seem like it happens. Yeah. Like most of the brands that we're talking about, or even the people that we're talking about, like we all know them for who they are, what they are. Like we know Nike is a and innovation was always their thing when it comes to sports. So we expect to see a lot from, you know, we talk about runners, for example, right? They, yeah, they have a gazillion pairs of runners and they have one that comes every single year, in, especially in the Air Max. And I'm saying that I know that a lot of people, they think of the Air Max 1, the Air Max 90, and the Air Max 95. Those are their three pinnacles, but they've been releasing Air Maxes every year consistently for. The last 30 years, didn't it? 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, and that, look, the, the, win, the win to fail ratio is, is quite astronomical if, we, if we're really looking at three or four, you know, if you include the 97s or whichever, whatever niche favorite that people like. Uh, but we know that Nike's going to keep evolving and they're going to keep doing their thing. Ronnie, Ronnie's always done. You know what I'm saying? Like his brand is the same. But when it, come, when it comes to what, what I think of, of these brands, I, I, expect, I expect every brand to evolve and to grow as they get more popular. But what I want to see is I want to remember that, like, I want to, I want them to remember where they came from. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, so give us, even, even though, you know, you maybe you can't give us college dropout every year, but you want to give us eight away. I still want to know that Kanye produced it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to hear that sound. I want to have that feel. I want to see, like, when I see a Supreme drop, I know it's a Supreme drop. It's weird. It's obnoxious. It's annoying. But it's a supreme drop, and it always feels like a supreme drop. I know it doesn't matter how big the brand has gotten; they're going to give you a little water gun. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. And a, and a brick. I dig that. You know what I'm saying? And a brick. And, you know what I'm saying? And when you, <laughs> you know, and you may, you may, you know, the, the box logo is impossible to get now. But at one point, that thing, Brian, you could have tested this. It's that was a shirt. It was always there. It was always available. Now, I mean, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? It goes. But you can still get socks every single day. You can still get boxers every day. And you can still get a Hanes tee that says Supreme on it. It's, so it's readily available. So I understand what everybody's saying. But expecting a brand not to evolve or or, or a, a designer not to evolve. And like Dion maybe doesn't want to do all the things that Ronnie does. But you know what he's doing? He's still doing everything that he's always done, which is expand on the storytelling and the ability. And they Concepts is probably the best storytelling store out there. Oh, for sure. Far. You know what <laughs> not, I mean? like, it's, I, it's not, not even a debate. <laughs> not, not even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, give, I wish he did more SBs just for that fact alone because I love SB storytelling. But I digress. Uh, you know, I like seeing, I, I'm happy for brands to get bigger and evolve because, you know, I want, I wish the success. I don't want them to be a little, no little Mom boutique, shop, shop, be a boutique yeah. shop forever. They want to grow and expand and never be in trouble. And, but I want them to remember that you came from this world, stay with this world and give us a little bit every once in a while. You know what I mean? If you're going to do a Versace, a Versace drop, fine. Where's the, where, where's the jelly three part of it? You know what I mean? Like I'm down. I'm cool with it. You want to give me some socks? I bet I'm cool with that. <laughs> but don't forget about where you came from. Uh, don't alienate the clientele that's been a part of this for a long time. And that, that doesn't mean always give me the same shit. It's just give me a hit of it. So I remember that, you know, I, I feel like I'm involved in the same process because right. I want to grow with that brand. Grow with well. you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm brand loyal. Like I want, 
I want Nike to give me the Air Max uh, 2021, but don't forget to drop that Air Max one again because I, I want that one again. You know what I mean? Like that. That's 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 how I feel about it. Um, to kind of circle back, like we talked about, so I always I always feel a certain way when I see brands or stores seed people or seed influencers that I know don't care about certain things. Um, and for me, I feel like that's a big thing that sort of hurts the community, right? Like there's nothing that turns me off from a shoe more than seeing someone I know that doesn't, that didn't care about that shoe or didn't know about that shoe get seated it and like I don't care about people buying shoes like you could buy whatever you want like you know if you like a shoe and you get it that's cool but being seated a shoe is 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 I feel like a, a different level it's a different level it's the brand sort of I don't and I, and I just you know I'm this is sort of me ignorant as a as a consumer like I'm sure that I know that there are bigger reasons why people get seated stuff but to me, it's it's like it shows some sort of brand appreciation. Like we appreciate you or we know that you care about this thing that we produce. We're going to seed you this newer version or this collab version. And I'm curious how you guys feel about about seeding. James, I think I get I get I get, I get I get upset. I get oh, was he talking? Was Jay talking? Sure. I have plenty to say on this whole damn shit. Oh. Go ahead, let it let it rip, bro. <laughs> My mic was off. My bad. Go ahead. I understand marketing and I understand these brands need to give it to people that have 150,000 followers, but I can't stand it. Like I can't even begin to tell you how much it frustrates me when I see a pair of, 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 of kicks that are nor going to be impossible for me to get given to somebody who does not give a flying crap about them. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not in this world. You're not a part of it. Like if SB would have given Kylie Jenner a pair of SBs, I would have lost my shit. You know what I'm saying? Because she's not from this world. Luckily, as we never did that, they don't see shoes to, to her. They don't, I don't even think they see them to Travis. Um, but they do give them to their skateboarders and people like that. So I've always appreciated that. Uh, Diamond, for example, uh, Diamond called Nicky Diamond, when they, he released the, the Canary, you know, he gave them to people who were a part of it from the beginning. I mean, Skate got a pair because he was in line for the OG drop. Hell yeah, he deserves that pair. Please, you know what? I'd rather see him on him. I want to see, uh, uh, I want to see a person that I care about that's involved in this world because it, like at this point, if you're if you're if you're not playing into this culture or paying to the people and you don't know who the players are in this world, then you're not fucking paying attention. And that's obnoxious. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to support you anyway. So, you know, there are there are guys out there who are big, huge uh new balance people. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that shoe on them. I want I want to see the the Burberry shoe on that person because that person loves this brand, wears it, and has been supporting this brand from the start. But when you put it on the TikTok influencer who doesn't give two shits about it we'll never wear that shoe again because she doesn't care but she got it because she's got a million followers like that's frustrating i get it but it's frustrating it's annoying like for as much as we don't want to think of of, of some of these sneaker people as, as influencers they're influencers in our world we see people wearing them you're like okay that guy rules you know what i'm saying maybe not the rich dudes like the the uh the uh, uh <laughs> greg's favorite person the fucking perfect pair you know if you got a gazillion dollars in every shoe like I, you don't count but if you if I, you're an OG like Brian, who's had who's got one, he's been involved in this for since 1982, and, and he has every single Jordan one ever made, and he rocks it every single day, and this is his world. Like, give that man the shoe, and I'll hell yeah, I appreciate the brand doing that for that person. But when you give it to a Jenner 
What the fuck does that matter to me? I don't care. Sure, it's cool for the kids, and I'm going to sell a million pairs to a bunch of little girls who are, who are infatuated with them. So, I mean, I understand, and this is one of those situations where I come out sounding like a fucking hater. I don't mean to, but this is the reality of it. Like, okay, give it to her. Fuck you. Give it to him instead. Yeah. Give Premier the uh, 1300 ALBs. <laughs> the one that he just dropped. I mean, the, the, the green pair that he's got on and that advertisement, the ALB. That was a beautiful thing. I mean, Premier's, I mean, he's every DJ's favorite DJ. I mean, that guy is the producer. Max. Him rocking those 1300s makes me look at those and go, I want that pair. But I want that pair for many reasons. But to seeing it on him, I know he's been there. I know he's given it. Some of these other, like, I don't even know who these people are. Kylie Jenner or them, I wouldn't know them if they passed me on the streets. But hey, giving just, them a, giving I gotta them say a pair this, of sneakers. Hey, Premier is from Texas, though. Just wanted to put that on yes. the record. Yes, he was born. You know what I'm saying? Let's <laughs> go. He moved, <laughs> he moved to Brooklyn. Hey, <laughs> man. Hey, I correct people all the time. I mean, I know you know that, but a lot of people really think Premier's from New York. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's okay. from the South. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I think he lived 12, 12 years, I think he lived here in Texas. I think yeah. it was 12 years, and then he moved over to Brooklyn. I don't mind seeding. Go ahead, go ahead. Be your part. Ah, sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind it either. I, I, I look at it, and I'm like, I see like a Kylie Jenner or whatever those girls are, the Jenner Kardashian people. And I'm like, yeah, I could care less what that girl's wearing. I understand what a brand is doing. A brand is bringing that hype because they know that they're getting those younger generation. But for myself, I'm looking at that and I just laugh. I'm like, I could care less. Yes. Am I upset when I can't get the Salehi pair? Oh, yeah, I'm upset by it. Yeah. But I'm going to get my pair. That was probably the last, the Salehis were probably the last one that I really saw that every celebrity had those joints. Like, but, and the thing about it is that pissed me off about that is that, okay, every celebrity has it, that's cool. But when the normal, regular Joe Smo wanted to get it, it was impossible to get it. And so that's the part I don't, if, you, if you're going to give, see a whole bunch of people these shoes, that's cool. But you better be making enough for a lot of us regular folks to get it too. You know what I'm saying? Don't sell me a wet dream that I can't even be part of. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> exactly. no, you know what I'm saying? So I, that's all I wish these brands, see it all you want, but you better have enough for Because at the end of the day, you're not making any money off those shoes. You think Kylie, you think uh, Jesse Williams paid for his pair? Hell no. You know what I'm saying? You're making your money off us. So if you don't make enough for us, what are you doing it for? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not making any money. You just took a loss, pretty much, just yeah. to say, just to build hype. I mean, this is a business, so that's all I, I hate. Don't don't see all these pairs, all these celebrities, and not have enough for somebody like us to just be able to cop a pair. You know what I'm saying? Do I and, think that's gonna change? No, but. And, and for us especially, because because we're we're that entry NBA size. So you like, feel me? Hey, I had to pay resale for mine. I had to. Luckily, I got it. So like right off, I got it right when it was kind of low, right when it dropped. But now, if if I wouldn't have got that sneaker then, yeah, oh, there's no way I would have it now. You know what I'm saying? Don't even get me on size 13 stuff, bro. You already know. You already know. You already I, can, know. I wish I was six five with a nine and a half foot. I, I'd be. I'd be. <laughs> I would look weird, but you know what I'm saying? I would hey. have a better chance. Because <laughs> I've seen people get seated. I've seen – so I've seen NBA players get seated pairs that I wanted, and then the shoe launch, 
and them not even load a 13. So to me, I was like, that was my 13. The silver you just seated my 13. <laughs> I know he wears a 13. You just seated my shoe to this NBA player. Like, I get it. But at the same time, if they're that limited that you can't even load it when when it comes time to sell, that's that's crazy to me. Like, yeah. that's that's messed up. Like, don't do that's that. Saying. They don't care about the uh, – it's just – it's weird now. I mean, we're in a weird space where I don't think brands are really caring about it. It almost seems like, you know how <clears throat> somebody, like a regular person would go broke almost to look fly on Instagram? It's almost like that with these companies, too. It almost seems like they don't give a damn about making money. They just want to look cool and popping on Instagram or social media. It's, it's strange. At the end of the day, I thought this was a business. You're not making money off those celebrities. You're making money off us. And if you're not making enough to make money from us, then what are you doing it for? You know what I'm saying? It's it's strange. I'm telling you, likes and comments are more valuable than money these days. It's wild. Have, I, I advise y'all, if y'all haven't seen that show on um, HBO Max called Fake Famous, please watch it. It will change oh. your whole perspective on social media. <laughs> oh my God. So crazy. Wild. Wild. But it makes sense though. You know what I'm saying? I get it, but it's just, I think I was perplexed for a little bit after I watched it. Like, bro, do I live in this world? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take me to Mars now, bro. We got to start a new cosmic or something because this ain't it. And it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get any better because social media is not going anywhere. So I'm just, it almost messes with my anxiety just to know where the sneaker game is going to be in five years. Like it's, it's going to be crazy. Uh-huh. Expensive. I know that. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like once, once we, once we get back to you know life is normal and people are able to travel and get out and it's not about you don't have as much time to sit at home what you ain't been to screen. texas <laughs> what we've been no, living life you know what I'm saying? So, so that's why i'm like is that really gonna be the remedy because boys down I mean, here what pandemic it's not it's not like that up there <laughs> like it's it's pretty locked down but like i mean i i that's the way i feel like for me i'm i don't I think I get most disappointed in, in sneakers these days because I don't have the chance to wear them anywhere. Like for me, that's what it is. Like I don't, like I have tons of stuff that like I have never posted and that I've never shared, but like, I just, I want to wear it. Like I really want to wear it and not being able to wear it is probably the most frustrating thing to me. Like in person, in real life, like that, the like, I, I care less, whatever. You know, I wear it around the house. Uh, I don't care. I'll, yeah, I'll do laps in my backyard if I have to. Just to <laughs> you got to get that fit off by any means. You feel me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> believe it. We got we got a couple inches of snow out here, so I can't. I oh, can't that's right. Oh, that's I right. wanted to bring up something. Uh, Sweever talked about as far as where sneakers are going to be in five years, and y'all mentioned that you know, there are a lot of these pages that like all that really matters is the gotham, right? Like that's all that matters to some people. You you don't see pages with dudes wearing on feet. You see gotham screens. So I can now, name a few of those. Oh I don't God. know if y'all know what NBA Top Shot is, but apparently it's this like they're kind of like digital trading cards where people like buy like certain moments of a game and 
apparently this one of LeBron dunking on some dude from the Kings sold for $208,000. Like, fam, I pulled it up on YouTube. Like, I, what, what's the thing that sold? Like, what is the thing? Is it the and, right to that, to that visual? It's still on YouTube. <laughs> like, I don't really know. So, and I think Russ Bankston went on a Twitter rant about it where it's basically going to become just people owning rights to digital shoes. And like, if it's already happening with like NBA highlights, like how far are we from it? And I, I just wanted to bring that up to the group to see what you guys thought of it. I'm over here like, let me go ahead and look at this stuff, what he's talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I, yeah. it, but it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me at all. Mm-mm. It has to evolve somehow. And technology is going to be in it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all. At all. I might be out. And like, we see if- it happening, though. Like, we, you know, for example, like StockX, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, StockX, they have it in their little digital portfolio. Or they're like trade block who's there. And you can see what shoes you have. And, and they'll just start trading the shoes and selling them and never wear them. So I, it, it's starting to become that, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people have it because they got it, you know what I'm saying? And it's a trophy to them. And now they'll barter and trade them and never actually ever wear them on their feet. I think we're already starting to get to that point where got it. You got the UNLV dunk? Yes, I do. Sick. You want to trade it? Don't tell Dave just- that. <laughs> He needs that too, right? A lot of these, a lot, it's already starting to happen. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're yeah. already starting to get to that point where you're, people are buying the shoe, they get the shoe, and then they turn around, put it on Instagram, and then they sell the shoe. Or they, or, or they're like, locker. look, right? Go locker. Go locker. Oh, go, right. I, I, I feel like James, like, at the end with the goat lockers, with the StockX, with the trading, like, at some point, you have to have a tangible thing, right? Like, I can't, I, I couldn't sit here and trade for the rights to a salmon toe 1.0. Like at some point I would actually have to have the shoe, you know? And like, I understand goat lockers really kind of a resellers like kind of dream because like, I know people who buy stuff, put it in goat locker, price goes up, they sell it. And they didn't ever have to look at the shoe. Like that, I kind of understand, but like, I'm not going to be like, yo, here's my collection on the goat locker. You know what I mean? Like, just... <laughs> not crazy that sounds, bro. But somebody is doing that. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> well, they're going to start selling Gotham's. It's crazy, yeah. man. I mean, that's kind of weird, but, but at the same time, maybe because, you know, you have you have something in a goat locker and how do you know that that's real? Like, how do you know if you never held it in hand, how do you know that it's authentic? How do you even know that it's not damaged or like, you know what I mean? That it's the right size. Like, how do you know that? I don't know. Like that, that bugs me. That bugs me. Like, okay, I bought something. It's sitting in a goat locker. What if I sell it? And then, Goat tells me that it's not authentic, right? Or they say that the person rejected it because they said that it was worn, right? Like, what am I going to say? I mean, like... For people to start buying, when they start buying percentages of shoes, like, 
Yo, I own two tenths of a of a Air Jordan One. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got the laces. You know, I bought him. Me and Sway went half on the shoe. I own the the tote box and the first three rows of laces. Everything else belongs to Swaver. So you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, isn't like I, I feel like that's already a thing somewhere too. I think I, I read about it, like where people were buying percentages of shoes to resell. But the, that's that's crazy. But the shoe rental, right? There's that shoe rental lease place. Oh, Kicks right? World. Yeah. Where you could buy or rent for like a month or something, and then send them back, and they'll, you know, and then they'll give you something else. That's but crazy, like, bro. Listen, <laughs> listen to this. Listen to sneak this. Like, they had crazy. Laura on. She's she's like a marketing director, and she kind of goes into it. Who? About how it works. Um, on the sneak disc, they had a uh, oh. Laura, who's little aces on Instagram. And That's she, why her picture was on that ad. I was like, why is her picture on this ad? What's this about? Like. Yeah, she's the was. yeah, she's one of the marketing directors for the company, so she'll is, she'll is be able to break she, it down. Is she that why explain they it all on? she wants. It's not gonna sell me on it. <laughs> no way. Will I rent? A I'm shoe. never renting a shoe. I will never rent a shoe unless it's through a tuxedo. The That's risk it. for me is never. way too high because I've definitely like sold stuff that I wore once, and then the dude's like, "Fam, these are destroyed," and it's like, "Wait, what? Like I wore it one time. What do you mean destroyed?" And I, I just have a feeling that that. That's something that would happen with Kicks World. Like, I would wear it once to an event, send them back, and then they'd be like, oh, well, this is destroyed and you got fined. Like, fam, what? Yeah, too risky. Getting to that point, though, you know, like, what shoe am I going to get? Like, you have it for, like, let's say you get the shoe, you have it for a week. Like, I got to pick out a fit for this. I got to be ready. You know, I don't work that way. Like, I I, I get, I look into my sneaker room. I like take my time. I'm like, yo, I'm going to and I put everything together. Like, imagine having to pre-plan my outfits for the week because that's all I have to shoot for. Then I got to send it back. Well, you know, what if it rains? You know what I'm saying? Then I got to take it off. Do I get a refund because I can't wear them in the rain? Like, what's the problem? Or if it's no, that's too much. It's wild. And I, you know what? Just tell me to shoot. I'm going to just wear it. It's too much. It's that's too much. Crazy. I'm going to get anxiety just thinking about that. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, and plus, you know, like, like James, like, like you were saying, like, I feel like, I can't wear something if it's hot right that moment. I feel like I gotta wear it when it's when it's when it's died down, and like I also gotta wear stuff when it's when I'm in the mood, right? Like I can't I can't just throw on certain things. I can't just throw on something because it's new. Like, and so for me, that's a that's a big deal. Like having a shoe here for a week, and then I gotta feel rushed into putting together a fit or putting something on. Like that's crazy. Like I, I, I need I need time to digest the shoes to think about. Like Brian, you and I talked about the Salehis and the lace choice for like a few weeks because yeah. you couldn't. You were like, I don't know, like burgundy, like orange, like cream. Yeah. Like what am I doing, right? And then like, what color pants am I going to wear them with, right? It's a whole thing. So like, you can't just be like, all right, I'm gonna get this shoe this week, and then when you get it in hand, you're like. Oh, this isn't it. This isn't what I was envisioning. This isn't sitting on my foot the way that I thought it was gonna sit. Like it's a whole process, and like renting shoes is more about like the clout, like flossing it, making sure that you have it, rather than hey, I got it, and I really enjoy it, and I can't wait to put together an outfit with it, and I have it indefinitely, and I don't have to feel rushed about it. My bad. My fault, B. Go ahead, B. I, I'm, I'm just looking at this Kicks World website. I'm in like, what? <laughs> this is a really a thing? I've never heard of this. Oh, God, I have it. And I'm like, 
what? <laughs> well, it's that it's that levels. You know, you go down to Miami and you can rent a Lamborghini, right? You rent it for the weekend. This and then true. now I got a guy in New York that I know, part of the jewelry business. He rents Rolexes. And he rents them for a certain amount of time because he knows somebody wants them to either put on Instagram or put on social media, whatever it may be. And he makes Music video or whatever. Right, whatever it is. It's going down to the feet now. It's going down this, to the sneakers. This is crazy. <laughs> rent a sneaker. Can you imagine that? No. Hell That's no. That's ridiculous. What was your all your take on this? Air Jordan won this trophy room. What do we really think about this show? Come on, and we're being honest, and we're Be being honest. honest. It it was all hype that everybody wanted to shoot because that sneaker garbage. If you give me a choice to take the trophy room or a regular Chicago one, I would take all the Chicago one, one ten times Every out of ten. Day. All Every day. day. But that whole aura about everybody wondering, are these fake? Are he backdoored this? That built to that machine just oiling up. It just rolling like a Mack truck. So, of course, you want it. But if we're being honest, that sneaker was just... That was uh, funny. Over, uh, it was just okay. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and that's not hate. People... I, you know, I said that on... A, I can't remember what comment page. I'm always ranting on some comment section. But it's like... I said that people were like... They thought I was the devil reincarnated. You're crazy. You know, they don't say that. But it's like, if we're being honest about it, that sneaker was all right. You know what I mean? Give me a Chicago one or the Spider-Man one. I would take that before the trophy room if I'm being yeah. honest about it. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, that's the you the hype, man. Hype is everything. So that trophy yeah, that room was, one. That shoe was all right. It was like really if you got right. it, of course you would rock it. Or of course you would stunt and say you got it. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it wasn't worth. I got it for retail, and it's forty-seven hundred dollars now. I'm not. There's no way. Right, there's no way I'm wearing that, that shoe. Right, I'm not keeping that. Shoe. None. There's no way. No. I, no way. I don't. I like buy that shoe, and it doesn't come with the blue laces, and you're like, what just happened? Exactly. <laughs> and everybody's gonna be. Well, even then, even if you have the blue laces, when you wear that sneaker, nine people out of ten are gonna think you have a fake sneaker on, for sure. Way too. Now, I don't, I don't want to have and, to be slapping dudes left and right, accusing me of having a fake slipper, uh, sneaker on. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Because <laughs> you know? even I, if I saw somebody with that sneaker on, that I know they're not really in this game for real, for real, I'm going to be like, oh, that's a fake. For sure. Even people who are, are like, are still going after UAs. Like, just to, to say that they have it, because oh. no one's really going to know the difference anyway. You know what I mean? True. Like, it, I guess they're like, if they're going, uh, people are going to accuse me of having a fake anyways, I might as well yeah. rock it. So yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a conversation for another day. But fakes are just getting so good that it's, it's really just impossible to tell. Rico, I was telling my homie the other day. I'm pretty sure, like, because you know, I buy a lot off StockX. You know what I'm saying? I've only made in the last few months where I'm like, I'm trying my hardest to stay off StockX. But hype releases, I was that person that fell into that 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 uh, cycle of, okay, I missed out on sneakers. Let me go get this joint off StockX. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced I have a fake pair of sneakers somewhere in my collection. No doubt about it. Yeah. Not, no, not, not saying I did it in, uh, purposely knowing I have it, but I'm pretty sure there's a fake in my collection somewhere. Because StockX, let's be real, they're just regular people. They're not right. taking that shit. Probably, but where are the fake, whatever it is, back to the club? No one will know the difference. Nobody knows the difference. You know what I'm saying? Oof. Nobody. Oof. Plus to say, I mean, you got to think about it. StockX, 
how many they probably get tens of thousands of shoes a day you think that person checking that shoe is really thoroughly looking at every stitch that's on that shoe no they probably have a quota they had to meet per hour or something you know what oh, i'm saying they do. <laughs> so they really they're probably do. just well oh, the stitches are good pass and so there's and as good as these uas are starting to look there's no way that people aren't getting fakes impossible especially a jordan one or anything that's hype oh you got a fake in the stash somewhere somewhere how, if they don't have one in hand, like to really that, go through, like so, they don't have an authentic pair there that that they can that they can use to judge these. These shoes are out so early, you know what I'm saying? Like if they do have one, it's probably one of these backdoor pairs that isn't real. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like where's the class that's teaching everybody who's the authority on? Hey, this shoe is coming out. This is these are how you'll know if the shoe is real or how it's not. Like where's that playbook? They don't have that. That's not a thing. Doesn't exist, you know what I'm saying? So when you say it's, you know, this guy's like, "Oh, I'm an authenticator." Bet you watch the same YouTube videos. I, you know what I'm saying? Like that dope, bro. Okay, cool. Bro. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like what? Like where is it? Like if you're looking at a diamond, you know, you you can the guy you can check to see if a diamond is real. You're looking at a shoe. This shoe just released two weeks ago. The guys at StockX don't have a deal with Jordan or Nike, so they don't have that shoe on hand. They didn't study for a week. All right, guys. The trophy rooms are dropping in two weeks. Everybody study tonight. You need to know what's up. We're going to do a test, and we're going to send you the shoe, and if you get it, we're good. Hell no. It's more like. Good to me. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's Maybe awesome. uh, this one's fake. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? I've had shoes that I've sent in that I've got my um, Yeezys that I sold on StockX that I got from Foot Action. And they were, they sent me back, and they hit me back with, uh, we, you know, this this, this shoes I'm authorizing. I'm like, I'm like. Here's the receipt, player. Like, where, where, huh? You know what I mean? Like, talk to me. Where, where did this happen? They took out a hundred bucks, and I fought like to the nail, and it was a whole thing. But like, who? I mean, Jordans are are extremely uh, when it comes to UAs, they're extremely invested in that. Half the time, I guarantee you. I mean, more than fifty percent of the time, those, ha- those there's nobody there to really, really can give you a hundred. There's nobody that can give you a hundred percent on this shoe is a hundred percent. It's just it's not the there. Factory. It's the same factory. Like, or, or is one right oh. next door? They're, they're not coming from, it's not like, it's not like it's a halfway around the world. They're looking at a picture, trying to figure out if we're producing the right shoe. They're producing extra shoes from the shoes that Nike ordered. So Nike ordered 12,000 pairs, but they produced 24,000 because they're going to keep 20, they're going to keep 12 for themselves to sell and make, make additional money off of. Like that's, I mean, I feel like that's that's I feel like that's what's happening, and there's really no way to like really you know tamp down on that. And like Brian, you and I talked about this too. Yeah. Like that's kind of what kind of keeps me away from Nike and Jordan a little bit, just because I feel like they're the ones being reproduced a lot. And we were talking about whether that would trickle down to New Balance at all. Um, and I feel like it's I feel like it's hard. I feel like it'll be really hard, especially for like the made in the USA pairs, for somebody to really duplicate a made in USA 997 or a 998 or a made in the UK shoe. Like those are really hard to reproduce. Like the material's gotta be really on point for that. And like investing in that is just I don't know, it seems it seems it seems really cost prohibitive. To try to create some fake, fake new balances. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's it's worth it at that point. Uh, 
to produce fakes. Like, I still don't think, like, I don't think, like, I think even Jordan 1, everyone and their mom wants a Jordan 1, right? Or Jordan 4. Everyone and their mom wants a Jordan 4. You know, a New Balance 992, maybe some people, but I don't think it would be worth it for, you know, a company to be like, all right, well, I'm going to make a UA version of, you know, the only shoe I can really think, the only two shoes I can really think of that would probably be fake like produced like that they would actually do are like the joe fresh goods and the packer 992 those are the only two like off the top of my head that would probably make money but still i mean you know ask about a packer 992 now like compared to all the people that were hype over it then or even a joe fresh goods like they they probably would have to think for a second like oh what shoe is that again oh it's like fam you loved it eight months ago when it came out but now you know now you're confused now you're thinking but like you bring up a jordan one you know you bring up a trophy room or you bring up a neutral gray it's like bam i need it of course i need it like whether it's fake or not like i don't care like that's i i don't think the 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 reward would be there for a company to put out a ua of of a new balance yet yeah i agree with that thank god Today <laughs> right. the they start making fake new balances. What the hell? <laughs> it's over. I, I, I might have to retire then. You know what I'm saying? It's over. <laughs> I saw so many pairs of those Jones though over the summer that like I was starting to think that they were there which ones exploding because there was a lot of people with them and I'm like which ones the Jones the green ones the green oh ones yeah yeah yeah. Ones? There was there was too many of those. I was like, there's there's too many of them, but I can't get a pair. I feel like these there's fakes. There's, I feel like there's got to be fakes because everybody I knew had posted a picture of them, and I was like, where they where are they coming from? Because I know they didn't produce that many. Definitely fake. There's a ton of fakes on those coming out. You could tell. I mean, like you said, the materials aren't the same, so they didn't do it. But you can't tell these days. I mean, I, I wouldn't be able to tell a one fake and a one real, I'd look at it and be like, all right, yeah, it looks great. Thanks. I mean, uh, what am I going to smell it? <laughs> hey, yo, take that shoe off. Let me smell that real but, quick. But, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a big tell like before. Yeah, it was. Like, you, if it smelled like straight glue, I mean, yeah. fakes have gotten so good. I remember when fakes used to look like cardboard box. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, you, like what the, what is this? This is awful. Jordan be you know throwing a pass behind his back instead of dunking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, blatantly the wrong color. You know, it, it, it just to look at somebody's shoes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I ain't got time for all that, bro. Yeah, I could kill. <laughs> so I'm trying to like think about like what like what what brands are are safe are gonna be safe from like hype in the future like that that is that is always um on the forefront of my mind like i think i think sneakerheads we always we do have this feeling of like we either got to pull out something that no one else is wearing that existed a long time ago or we got to be ahead of the curve, like like way ahead of the curve. Like I got to be, I got to be on this way before you guys are on this. Like, and it's not like oh I got this early. It's got to be like I had that. I like I'm on, like we were rocking New Balances before, before New Balance was hot, right? So like, I'm trying to think what, what are some things that we think is gonna, are gonna pop that um, haven't or that 
or that people new to the culture haven't discovered yet. Today we're gonna go back to like getting those atomic Hakeems. So. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I love Etonics. That was my brand. I remember, I remember my mother buying me a pair. Um, we were at Marshalls and they had two pairs of Etonics. And Etonics were hot in my neighborhood when I was growing up. And they had a they had an all navy pair, and I love navy. And then they had an all brown pair. And the all brown pair, I hated brown when I was a kid. And the all brown pair was the only one that was in my size. So I had to get them. And like I hated wearing them. But like now and i think back on them and i was like oh they were like brown suede all brown suede and i'm like man those were like those are hard like i would totally rock those now you know what i mean you can't you can't so, find them anywhere can you you couldn't you couldn't throw you couldn't throw any type of money out and get a pair so like i feel I, etonics could come back i feel like they could i feel like they were a thing for a while back when i was young and i feel like they could come back anytime they did some collabs with them. A few people did, actually. It's tough for a new brand to really jump into this because a lot of it falls into either nostalgia or you fall into a certain subculture or a part of this world. So for a new brand to just be like, hey, I'm here, it doesn't have that pedigree or it doesn't and it doesn't have that 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 history. So people don't necessarily won't pay attention to it as much. You'll need it to go away and then maybe come back. For example, BK Knights. When I was growing up in, in, in like the 80s and 90s, BK Knights were hot. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I love BK Knights. You know, those went away. And if they come back now, they're they're it'd be interesting. They're cool, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, uh, like that, that would be a hard shoe to get into. For a new shoe to jump in, it won't be there. I mean, but unless it falls into a new world, like skate shoes. They have their own world, and unless one of those pops out. Remember, think of like Osiris's were cool, uh, Lakai's were cool, Etnies were cool, DC's were cool, but they fell into a certain subculture of sneakers. For them to be that way but they never fell into this world because they couldn't cross that threshold and they in fact got dominated because nike joined that world and took over it you know what i'm saying at least for the shoe head perspective you know so and then the fat sneaker and you know uh so people got away from those and went back to like bands and and uh and uh like skating in in uh chuck taylor's because they were better for that but like that was a movement that was going into uh, you know it had its own wave nike came in with their pedigree these their innovation got involved in that culture and became a part of it and took over. You know what I'm saying? Now you tell that to a skater, they're going to tell me to, that I'm full of bullshit because that's not their scene. You know what I'm saying? They don't care about SBs, but for the, for anybody to really jump away where you start really hammering home the fact that these are the shoes that I copped, like it's, 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 it's damn near impossible because there's a gazillion brands out there. Just nobody's rocking them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares. We've seen we've seen brands like Fila come and go, Reebok come and go, and oh, they have the their Reebok, moments when they come back. The Reebok like, really I, hurts my heart, bro. Oh my gosh, the way they went down the fucking drain. Don't <laughs> do not nice. sleep on Reebok. Do not. Oh, not I don't sleep on Reebok, but I'm saying from a overall standpoint, like Reebok is falling off so hard. And from a kid that grew up in the '90s, when Reebok might have been more popping than Nike when it comes to basketball. They, they you know what I'm saying? Come on. When what's when they did the pump before the dunk? You feel oh. me? And I, like these D Browns that are coming out when they come out next weekend, right? They're re, they're retro in the D Browns. The yep. you know yeah, the one, oh, yeah. yeah. When there, pumped them up. there will be no hype behind those. I guarantee yeah. they will be sitting. I, oh, I'm no. They're nah. not gonna sit. You don't they're think so? Sitting. If they nope. don't, it's because they made them limited. 
They will sell they're out. Gone. Well, think they're about gone. this. The only reason they're going to sell is because old people like us. I mean, probably. But, you know what I'm saying? But also, I mean, I didn't think those yellow toe questions would fly. Well, I knew those were going to fly because they were the Lakers colors and they were kind know. of associated with Kobe Bryant. I didn't, you know I didn't think the Griffies were going to fly either. Yeah, we, my Griffies are lost. The, the Converse weapons back in the I can't game. believe that. The, the Converse weapon, the, 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 the Magic and the Bird pair, those pairs were just unbelievable. Those, the Converse weapon pair, the Bird and the Magic Johnson pair were unbelievable. Those were unbelievable. The leather on them was just so good. I mean, is Converse ever going to come back then? Like, is Converse, do you think? I mean, because yeah, they got that hold with Nike. So, you know, they, they're pushing them be around. They're going to always be around with their typical, you know, Chuck Taylor. And they do well with that. Why would you even, you know, mess with it? Now, what are you going to You going to go back to Alessi, Lacoste Motif? You know, those are pairs, you know, like Lacoste Sportifs. I mean, those have been around forever. Most people don't know that brand, but they put out quality shoes. I mean, it's a quality pairs out there. See, those, use, those always released in the U.S.? I thought that was just a foreign brand. Like, those are yeah, I thought it was French. Do you, you used to be able to get those back in New York? You were able to get those here and there, Lacoste Sportifs, because you, remember, New York is that melting pot. Everybody used this to come true. over. Everybody's from everybody. So all the tourists used to come over. So all those stores, that store, what David Z, that used to be up on Broadway, they had everything in there, every shoe in there. Yeah, I just wanted to bring. If you don't have that pedigree, if you don't have that history, like we're talking about brands that are, were already there. And they still yeah. haven't broken that threshold again. We've seen them get in there. Fila was there. Remember when Fila was popping with Grant Hill? It had, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, Grant Hill. The, the Jerry spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like those, and, I mean, they came back with those ugly, terrible, whatever the girls were wearing like last oh, year. Like, those ugly, you know what I'm saying? Uh, heel, heel, platform shoes with the. Oh, please. Oh, don't. I don't... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The disruptors were fire. And they. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that, Jay. What? No, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. Not the not the girl one. Is oh, the, okay. The one with the feel on no, the side. No, wasn't the disruptor. Gig. Yeah, what is that called? It's the disruptor. The, um, yeah, it's the disruptor. Oh, okay. I the, thought we were talking about the platforms when the kids are wearing, like the girls no, wearing no, 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 the white joints. I can't remember the what that's runner. called. The feel the runner shoe. Yeah, they did. They had a collab because I remember Packer did like a Yeezy one, like a Yeezy. They had a few. They run a colorway one. They're a few uh, though. Mind blowers. That's what they were called. Oh, yeah. the, 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 they're like they're like camel color. The camel yeah. color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh. Mind blow- yeah, because I'm like I'm looking at the and those are the joints. Those the, the, yeah, the chicks no. are wearing. Uh, oh, yeah, bro, I, no. I just want to tip some of them over because the platform. That's on me, It's hot in this closet, B. That, that's on me. <laughs> Back in the day, the fila, the the white fila. The whatever it is, the white leather with that phyllo on the side. Yeah, the that's the dope boy shoe right there. That, that was, was. Right? <laughs> that was it. Eric B and Rakim dropped that album. Everybody with the Supreme Team sitting on that that Benz. That phyllo shoe was. You saw it everywhere. 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 They still sell out those. You've got, every you've time got they shoes drop. like that. Yeah, you've got shoes like that, right? That that have been there, they're all you know. What I'm saying that they're they're always on that threshold of popping back into into pop culture. But you know, you've got shoes like Solomon trying to break into it. They're there, you know what I mean. But to get into for a new branding, just to just even get there, is so damn hard. Like that's, oof. how long has New Balance been around? How long has 
uh, Sockety been around? You know what I'm saying? How long have these brands been around? And and they're still not at the, uh, and th- those are, I mean, think about the, the most popular brands out there when it comes to sneakers, Nike, Adidas, Puma, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Asics. Uh, I mean, give me 10 right off the top. And it's hard, but there's, there's, I get, there's so many more brands than just those 10 for a brand new one to get in, to break into even a top five where they're even worthy of having a conversation on that sounds super elitist, but I was like that last time around anyway, but for them to break into that realm where they're even willing to be discussed on a podcast without being on a, on a, without being a collaborative uh, uh, brand, like it's just, it's like winning the lottery, bro. That's, well, there that's are gonna a couple, be tough. I know a couple brands that are like, I guess basically they have weird Instagram followings like a uh, Saya Collective. I've never bought a pair of those, but he seems to be selling out every time he drops a shoe. Uh, Mash, he, I mean, his, his, his Centralia, that shit did numbers. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many he made, but at 300 a pop and they sold out like that, he had to hit a lick. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, I don't know if they're worth it. <laughs> Mash is also super famous, though, like for, for being a customizer. Like he's still really, really true, popular true. in that realm. Um, Saya is is the one the one brand that i would that i would consider like is on the way up is because i've seen i've seen the shoe in hand and the shoe's terrific in hand the um the fuck racism joints those those are really really great and really well constructed and um and the box they come in and like all the extras like because that's the thing for me that i really like it's like i just got the um the foot patrol gel 8 3 the squad and Mm -hmm. It had like three laces, like extra insoles, like that's extra insoles, laces, yeah. Yeah. So Sai is doing something really. I mean, you know, say say what you will about FBCC, man, but Sai is doing some really really exciting stuff as far as sneakers go and new brands. Um, yeah, they're they're really on the way up now. Will they compete with a? with a nike with an adidas no, with a they don't have the budget no. for that no but they're in their own lane he's doing numbers and so i think just the more and more he goes and the more and more he pushes i mean you know maybe maybe that's part of a wave you know five six years down the line since it's already grown so much as it is i feel what like about the sound repair what is that the so- uh, uh what's his name's pairs uh the one that's coming out of uh Sonra, Sonra, Sonra. Oh, so yeah, oh, Sonra, uh, yeah. Uh, the guy from from, from you went to view them. Yeah, hey, was he from over? Is he who, who's it? Does he? He's from Soulbox. Or oh, Soulbox? There he is. Soulbox. Yeah, Soulbox. Yeah. Soulbox. He, he found his Soulbox. Right. Those so shit sell out so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Hikmet, Hikmet is interesting, but Hikmet's Hikmet's cool. Like we, I, I actually got to interview him a few months ago, and like he's 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 like hardcore sneaker person like like brian how you are like he is he's like that where like he could tell you where he was when certain shoes dropped he could tell you stories about like being in basements looking for stuff in the 80s like he's 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 legit and i think and i think with 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 him i he wants to be involved in sneakers but he doesn't want to be tied down and i feel like that is what he felt with Soulbox for a long time. Like I feel like he's like one of those people that if a cool if a cool ASICS collaboration 
is is an option. He wants to be able to do it. If a Nike collaboration comes up, he wants to be able to do it. If a Nike pair that he likes comes out, he wants to be able to wear it. Like he doesn't want to have to say like somebody telling him you can't wear that other brand or something like that. Yeah, he's yeah. he's very like, and like I think from from the from the his releases, he's like, yeah, I'm not trying to expand. I'm not trying to do. I'm not trying to go up to like 2,000 pairs every release. I just, I just want to make something when I'm inspired and that is really cool and that people will appreciate. And so he knows that there's people that appreciate what he's making and he's gonna make X amount of pairs because it's like it's all it's all out of his pocket, right? I think. And he's not. I know he talked about like oh, well, I don't have to go check in with this person or this person, like, you know, like, I don't have to worry about, like, a team, and we're all sitting down, and, like, everyone has a say, it's just, I'm coming up with this shoe, and I'm gonna make it and produce it, and if I like it, I'm gonna produce it, you know, and so I kind of respect that, because it's, like, you know, like, he was, he got, he got a whole bunch of flack for eating shoes out of the eating ice cream out of the chunky donkeys. <laughs> <when they dropped>. <laughs> but it, I think for him, he's like, I don't care. Like I like every shoe. Like I, you know, I, I just want to really, really love shoes. Cause he really does. Um, and you can just tell like when you talk to him that he could talk about them for hours. And so I kind of respect that. And I kind of respect like him wanting to do like, you know, small limited runs. <clears throat> like he's not trying to, he's not trying to set the world. He's not trying to catch Nike. He's not trying to, you know, he's not trying to catch A6 or anything. He's just trying to create something that he likes. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, really it was nice. a shoe I really like that Anta SB that Sally Ray did. I, I like that. Oh, so good. Those sell out. Those sell out too, man. Hey, yeah, as soon as you get the uh, email with the password, you yeah. go on the website. God, it's like what? God. <laughs> and they're cheap too. They're like a hundred bucks. Hey, I not on so oh, they ain't cheap on StockX. StockX. Nope. <laughs> they got some good colors. It's they crazy, do. bro. But, like, <laughs> but that's what that's what I mean. Like, like there's 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 shoes out there. It's just great. Like, and this is what I like pissed me off about New Balance because New, I, I felt like New Balance has been sitting at number three for for a bit now, right? And it worked its way to number three behind Adidas. And I feel like Adidas have been faltering for like six years. I'm they're bored. No, they're four. Who, who's, who's Nike, Jordan, Adidas? Oh, you know, you start putting Jordan, JB, and Nike together. That's the same <laughs> damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I felt like New Balance, that was its moment. Like, go, like, attack. Go in. If, if you were going to do it, if you were going to take over a secondary, a, a, a new market, do it now because Adidas was failing and failing and failing and failing. And I mean, even though they're still doing numbers overseas and they're still releasing all their same old junk, like this was the moment for a brand to, to, to jump in there. Adidas took advantage of Nike in uh, the early or the mid 2010s mm. for like a year or two before Nike got its shit together. And Adidas has been falling and falling and falling. And nobody wants to like jump on the attack. But I don't know if it's economics or what the problem is, but New Balance, I felt, was the one ready to make that move. Like it had enough silhouettes, it had enough of, a, of a, it has enough of a following, it has that clout with, when it comes to um, collaborations and influencers or whatever. But instead of they just didn't, they're not doing it. Like they don't have, them the dick. I feel like they don't have the production. They don't have the production to keep up with Adidas. You know, like I think if you're not making the majority of your shoes in Asia, like 
you just you can't you can't you can't compete. And I think and I think that's where that's why they've started to start, you know, making like a lot of stuff like the 327 and like the X90 and they brought back the 2002 R's. Like those are all made in Asia shoes, right? So they can they can produce. Like, yeah, so you th- do you think all made in America, all made in USA's or made in Flimby's? Do you think they're all really made there? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. They are. Hmm. I mean, so so the production. I'm, just a, nat- numbers, I'm a naturally skeptical person. I'm like, there's no way these are all made. So so the production numbers. I the production numbers like. Uh, so we have we have this dude Richie who's in our chat like Rico knows and like he's he he gave us the numbers like and they were only doing like like for a GR nine nine seven before twenty nineteen they were making a thousand pairs. That's crazy. So like like there's there's more there are more rosés concepts nine nine seven rosés. Then there are like I'm trying to think like like GR like the the Route 66 998s like there's more of those like there's more concepts rosés because the numbers that they do are so small for the made in USA pairs like I think now it's ramped up like uh, like that Todd Snyder pair like they made. The 992s, the Todd Snyder 992s, they made 600 pairs of them. The 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 endless 997 from from Todd Snyder, they did a hundred of each color. Like they aren't making, like Adidas is making 30,000 pairs at a clip. Like nobody's making that. The the most that they've made, I think, has been when they've done the collaborations with Bodega. So the No Bad Days. Um, I'm trying to think what this is. And even then, you could tell those are like a little bit like the quality of them wasn't as good as like a. They're made in Asia. They're all made in Asia. So like, but they made, they made 60,000 pairs, right? They made 60,000 pairs and then they made 30. uh, They they started off with like 30,000 pairs. Then they went up to 60. And I think the last one, they made 100,000 pairs. And so that was a big deal for them, right? Like to go from like a thousand pairs to like, hundred thousand pairs that's a huge that's a huge jump in just numbers and like I'm probably off like a little bit but they're they're just nowhere near and that I think that's the problem with a lot of these smaller brands is like they're just not able to make or they're not producing to the level that an Adidas or a Nike is Nike's making a million pairs <laughs> like we're gonna get a million pairs of these Jordan 11s, the holiday 11s, right? And they're still going to sell out instantly. And they're going to sell out. And you're not going to be able to get them for less than $100. That's what's going to happen. And then, like, New Balance is going to make a 1000 of something. And, and like, it's going to be, like, 250 on resale, you know, after a week. I don't know. I think, like, I think there's – I think Nike, Jordan, and Adidas are so far ahead – of like right whoever's in. whoever's coming next, like yeah. you have to. You be can't so, catch them. You have to be ranking like like you have to make so many crazy numbers. You know what I mean? And that's Maybe crazy for- to me because Nike. I remember Nike back in the early '80s, before Jordan, and they were on the dip, and they were on the dip hard. Where yeah. they nobody, nobody was running with Nikes back then. When Jordan first came on that '85 scene. That's when it started. He was the one. 
before See, I was I was gonna ask you that, B. I, I was like, since you know back in the 80s, what really turned it to where you so saw I, this, the whole switch up to where people were like, we need Nike. Nike so Nike. I worked, so I worked in a sneaker store back in New York, back in Brooklyn on Kings Highway. Uh, Rico would know where that area is. And it was a mom and pop store. And the Nike shoes weren't selling. I mean, they were sitting. When that first Jordan came, and I remember when that Jordan came, the dunks came, and then the Jordans, right around that time, that wave, they went, it, listen, that whole basketball scene, Sonny Vaccaro, all those guys, mm -hmm. they really pushed Nike. If they did not push Nike, Nike wouldn't be a brand that you would be talking at number one right now. What, Jordan was going to sign with Adidas, I believe, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he, he was fielding offers from all over, but Nike really wasn't putting out shoes. They were only putting out the basic, the waffle run. It's like, it was just basic shoes. Until that basketball scene came, they were done. They, they were on their last breath. I mean, they were a brand. New ba I remember New Balance selling more than Nikes back then. I remember... The 999s, the, the 15, the 17, whatever they were, they were selling more at that time than Nike was. Adidas superstars were unbelievable because of run. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a huge thing. That fat toe laces, I mean, the shell toes with the fat laces, that Nike, nobody was rocking. Nobody was messing with Nike. As soon as that Jordan came in, they took off. They haven't stopped since. And, and, and it's all due to Jordan. I mean, I, I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what they put out there. If Jordan didn't exist, if Jordan didn't come along and help Nike out, Nike wouldn't be the brand that you're talking about. They owe everything they have to Jordan. Everything else comes secondary. Jordan, he's the man. He's the one who changed the game. And I mean, I'm, I'm talking about, I remember the commercial, the band commercial, when he, when the black and red pair came out, I was... I had my pair first in New York. That, that Chicago pair, I was one of the first people in New York City to have that pair. I showed up to high school my freshman year, first day with the Chicago pair. Nobody else had them. I had gotten them through Nike. We knew the Nike Connect, so he had hooked me up with them. When that commercial came out, it was like social media. It Everybody blew. had them. <laughs> I mean, that black and red pair was unbelievable. Believable. Damn, I need a time machine, bro. See, that's the type of stuff I want to experience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm over here like a kid in the candy store listening. My, my hands are clapped, so that means I'm into the story and shit. Like, oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> it was such a different world. I mean, the game was so different back then. You you know, you that I remember that black and red sneaker like it was just, I remember wearing, I remember what I wore on my first day to high school. I remember wearing a pair of jeans, a floral shirt, and the red, white, the Chicago pair. I remember the first day lacing those things up. I remember looking at them going, I remember the box. I can still see it in my mind, looking at that box and opening it up and saying, this has changed everything for me. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. See, that's the type of shit I live for, like that. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> $65, bro. Yeah, crazy. $64.99, and I got them because I worked in the store, and it was a, listen, it was a mom and pop store. The owner was a guy who went to Brooklyn College Law School. His name, uh, Mike, uh, God, he, a Jewish kid. He owned it, never showed up. He was, a, he was kind of a lawyer. It was me, my older, one of my older brothers, and my younger brother, and a guy who looked like 
Burt Reynolds worked there. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. He, he, he actually bought that. He, he was a bouncer in Captain Quarters on, in Marine Park for a while. Yeah. But we used to run the store. He used to date. The Burt Reynolds guys used to date Andrew Dice Clay's sister who ran St- uh, Kaplan SAT. So he used to disappear. So he left three kids in a store to run it and order whatever you wanted. He said, do whatever you want. I don't care. And they used to give us, it wasn't even layaway. You would just order pairs and they would show up and he'd go, oh, who's those for? And he'd be like, oh, they're for me. And he'd be like, I'll just put them on the list. And then he would never go to the list. The owner would be like, eh, just forget about them. Don't worry about it. So I remember my goal back then was to get a pair for each day for every, so I had to get 365 sneakers for every day, different pairs. And remember now I'm in high school, I'm playing ball. I used to tell my boys come in, no, just come on in. I'll give, I'll give them to them for wholesale. So I used to have dudes, <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, no problem, whatever. And the, it was stock. You would just go through that Nike catalog. And hey, B, just... was that the beginning of the back door? Did you start it? It was it. It was it. Listen, I remember going to Packers, Mike Packers' original store back then, and and he was always loyal to his to the people that used to come in there. But you used to go. I used to go to Frank's up in up by the uh, up up by the Yankee Stadium up there. That dude was another dude. He used to throw you things whatever you need, but there was no back, it was not like back door, and it was like whatever you wanted. I used to go through, I used to have friends come into the store. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back to the days. If you remember wrestling, Bob Backlund, he used to come in, and I used to make him do the step test in the store. I used to put out a step stool and go do the step test. Dice Clay used to come in there because the guy used to date the sister, so he'd come in there, we'd chop it up. Then I would have, you know, like uh, Jonathan Davis, who was, who's now known as Q-Tip and whatever other name, he'd come in. God, I, we'd have just open the books, just circle what you guys like. Let's order these pairs, and it would be like the Kentucky colors. And I, my high school was James Madison, so it was black and gold. So those dunks, I must have had ten pairs of the dunks. I got the whole, we got the whole team. Let's order the pairs right from here. We will get them for wholesale. Who cares? Every pair you had unlimited. It was just unlimited. And Nike, and Nike would just make them because yeah. the Nike was like, "All right, we we're trying to we're trying to sell every pair that we could get rid of. Every pair yep. that we could get rid of, we'll make it because we want to sell it. Right? It's a totally yep. different. It's a totally different thing now. Going back to James with Supreme, I remember Supreme with the screen door. I remember. When you used to be able to go into like the sneaker drop, when Supreme used to do that sneaker drop, a week and a half, two weeks later, you'd walk in, you'd see the same kids. There's a kid who used to be in there who's a fireman now in New York City. He used to ride for the team. He'd always be at the front. He'd be like, hey, what's up, bro? I want, hey, you got a pair of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw them in the back. Hey, no problem. They throw them right in the back. And it was normal to go into a place. I remember when the three... The black cement threes came out. My favorite shoe of all time. Black cement threes, hands down, was it. I mean, I looked at that shoe. With, the, said, with the Jumpman logo or the Nike Air on the back? Nike Air on the back. With the Gotta original, have it. The OG pair. <laughs> I remember you used to be able to go in months and months later and get pairs. Like months. And they'd be on sale. Or, you know, I used to go down to, to the junction. 
get pads down in the junction, just whatever you needed. It was it was unlimited. Can't even imagine that now. No, nah, you can't. These days, you, you get your heart broken. You try to get a pair of shoes. Like I tried to get this 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 Soleil. He spun to whatever the pair that he wanted. I just wanted a pair of them. They were 90 bucks. I was like, oh, I'll get a pair of them. It sends me a password. I open it up. Sold out. Go on. I was like, does this women, does this woman's path fit me? No. Nah, <laughs> you guys couldn't have been on the last pod because we got into the 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 new balance drop, the fucking uh Tom Snyder joint. Oh, yeah, man, that. don't even get me started oh. on that, bro. Don't even. Don't I even. got that. We got that email. We all got <laughs> See? <laughs> See what I'm saying? Sorry. Sorry that it went so horribly. Maybe next time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, wasn't, hey, I didn't feel bad about it. I didn't feel bad about it. When they sent the email saying that he messed up, I was like, all right, I get it. I get it. I was appreciative. I was appreciative because I knew that he didn't expect it, and I knew that. Like, There's no way he didn't expect that, bro. No way. Come on, man. You think Ty Snyder is that oblivious? Yeah. He knew what the fuck he was I, doing. I do. I do. Because because his last collabs sat. His there's last no, there's, no, there's no set. way. There's no way he's not that it like has his ear to the streets and doesn't know nine nine two is. I think I think right it now. popped. I think it popped, and he said he knew. But I think the time from when he released that because the first image dropped Saturday. And then Monday, yeah, it was like, geez, I don't like, know, man. You you can't convince me he didn't tell Soul Links, hey, bro, here go the link. Go ahead and post that. You know every day, saying? every day I get an email from Todd Snyder. Every day one comes, I'm like, oh, is it? Is he gonna? Hook me I up keep with thinking it's a restock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, he's gonna hook me up with something because he sent me the email that said, hey, I'm sorry, but I'll take Todd Snyder and champion new colors. Will. I think something's coming. All right, all right. Listen, boys, I gotta go, man. My daughter's looking for me. All right. All right, bro. Take it easy, man. Later, guys. Thanks, Brian. Later, bro. I'm okay. I, it doesn't bother me. Like I was, I, I I think maybe down the line we might get something. And if we do, then I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I feel like Todd Snyder's not that dude. Like, I feel like he's not going to let his brand go out like that. Like he's not, he's not, he's not Ronnie. He's not Ronnie where he's going to be like, uh, oh, well, like, I don't care. I hope like, you know what you're talking about. I need him to make up for that because I was pissed. Bro, what? You give me the early link and then when I click on it, it's already gone? <laughs> what the hell is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was, I was, that was hurting. I was, I was, I was like a little, I was a little upset because I was like, oh, Lord, he hooked me up. Like, like, they saw that I bought the last two. Like, okay. And then like, I clicked on it. It was like, page not found. I'm like, word. Word, nah, I I don't know. I, I feel I feel like I've never seen an apology email. I've never seen that, and I like I don't know. I felt like I felt like that. I feel like that was a big step to me. It's a different level of customer service that like you just don't see. Like nobody says that to you, right? Yeah, I've sneakers, never seen. Speaking of customer service, like customer service in the sneaker game is lacking so much. I think a lot of boutiques and big companies know that hey. Somebody's gonna buy this sneaker, so I don't have to be polite to you at all. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, being coming from working at a grocery store chain growing up, customer service is everything to me. Everything. That 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 it sucks now. You know what I'm saying? Everything. It's everything. I've worked. I've worked retail. I work. I work retail. I did. I did American Eagle, Aeropostale, Gap, 
like J Crew. I've worked them all, and like I've been in I've been in stores, and like I've seen where they like I remember I remember being working retail and watching and 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 seeing Abercrombie come in, and like the dynamic just change, where like it was it went from like oh as soon as that person comes through the door, we're gonna try to sell them sell them everything. And, and help them out and make them feel special to we don't care about you and we're going to turn up the music real loud and when you come in we're going to act like we don't care and that and I remember the first Abercrombie that came in to the mall that I was working at and I remember it being like man people are going in there like crazy and they treat their employees they treat their customers like crap like the music is all loud they don't say are you smell this are you smell this cologne yep it was crazy and like I feel like it ever since then it's been like the opposite where it's like like I went to Kip in New York and it was the same thing where it was like employees holding a conversation over in the other section they don't even come up and ask you like do you need something or how how can I help you how you doing today blah 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 nothing and then like you know you got to ask them all kinds of questions you got to like hey Hey, you got anything in the back? No, I don't have anything in the back. Like, it's crazy, yo. It's like, it's just, it's nuts. It's nuts that there's no customer service. There's no customer appreciation. But I like that about Todd Snyder because you'll get emails like if you buy something and like, it'll be a person and they'll be like, how did you like this, this sweatshirt that you bought? Does it fit well? Hey, give me a call if you ever want to talk about like other recommendations. Like, Nobody does that. Like, who does that? Nobody. You know what I mean? I think it's a, just a totally different level. I got treated okay at Kiff. I don't know. <laughs> I've never, I've never been to Kiff. All, all I keep getting is ales from them. So I went. Uh, when I went, when I auditioned for grad school like two, three years ago, I went, and they were fine. They were cool. I, I mean, I also don't, I don't really expect that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I go into somewhere like Manor. It's like they know me. Like, I know I'm gonna get good customer service. But like, if if I just pop into like an undefeated or, you know, like a kith or concept, like I'm, I'm just there to look, you know, it's they're they're tourist locations at this point. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. in New York, you're going to go to kith. You're going to go to uh, extra butter. Extra butter is really where you should go. Cause the customer service there is actually really good. Um, yeah. They're cool. They're really cool. There. Yeah. Uh, you're going to go to concepts. You, you're going to do whatever, you know what I mean? So I don't know. They're just, they're just tourist locations and, I'm I'm cool with that. I don't I generally don't have a problem with it. Going from New York, like I I understand a little. Hey, more. He's, he's he's used to that bad uh, bad uh, <laughs> attitude shit. You know, you know it's not <laughs> it's not so much bad attitude. What was the tweet I saw? It was like people from the East Coast are are kind but not nice. People on the West Coast are nice but not kind. It's kind of like that, you know. Like yeah. we're not. I'm not like I'm not cruel like just for the fucking sake of it, you know what I mean? Like I, I just time is money. Like especially when you're in New York, like everything is so cutthroat there. And I don't really know how much it's changed. I haven't lived there in about a decade. But when I was living there, it's like, fam, I have to get to work. Why isn't the fucking train running? Like, am I gonna be able to drive into the city? Fuck, there's fucking traffic. Like we're all trying to get to places on time. We're all trying to do things and. I don't know, I don't know how that lends to to the customer service aspect, but I I didn't think Kith was all that bad when I went. Yeah, I don't know. I like customer service. They were from Texas. 
You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm from Texas. Hey, yeah. He wants to talk. He wants to you chat. You feel me? Hey, you need that's, to, you that's need that's to Southern hospitality is, yeah, like, is a thing down here. And if I don't get yeah. it, it's all some fuck you shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I need that. You feel if me? You don't ask him about how his family's doing for yes. at least 10 minutes before you get to business, I'm leaving. Thanks. I need to feel like... Like we're we're homies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm not from and I'm not from the south. I'm I'm just I just have that sort of pedigree where like I just want to be treated like I just want like you gotta earn this sale. Like if I come in, you gotta earn this. Like and because I think about it like this, like yes, I get it. Like Kith has stuff that's gonna be Kith stuff is gonna sell, right? Kith stuff Regardless. is gonna sell. But if I go in there and there's stuff on shelves. That means it's on shelf for a reason. That means somebody doesn't want it. So you got to be on your A game to sell it to me. And I need that. Like, I want that, right? I I feel like the funny thing that I always hear from, like, people is like, oh, I'm about creating special product. I'm about creating, like, I want you to have this cool thing that nobody else has. I want you to feel special. I want this special. All right. Well, I come. I came in the store. I need everything special. That means your people need to be special. Your people need to be treating me special. Somebody needs to come over. Hey, you want a glass of water? Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially now with brick and mortar kind of not being the popping thing. Like, for real. You know what I'm saying? Because my my wife, like, you know, like when she went and bought a wedding dress, like, it's an experience when you go buy a wedding dress. They're like, you got mimosas. They got little, you know. I don't know. Like, you come to politics in Dallas, you'll get some drink in you. You know what I'm saying? I bet. I bet. I bet. Um, <laughs> going. Yo, I done went I'll down do there it. and forgot I went for oh, shoes. Back. I'm like, yo, why am I, why am I drunk? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of why they blown up in Dallas. Like, they came in Dallas and took the fuck over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they got two locations, right? They got Austin. They got Austin. Austin's not Dallas. as big as Dallas, but the one in Dallas, they're definitely running the shit here. Oh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know what I'm saying? It actually, y'all heard of Center, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's actually helped kind of made them bring their A game up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they failed it because, <laughs> like we said, you come into politics, they all coming up to you. What up, bro? I've seen them, like, greet people. I know they don't know. And it's like, Damn, they make you feel kind of welcome. So of course I'm gonna come spend my money here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit is that shit is needed. Even if it you is. know the, the sneakers are gonna sell regardless, we still need that personal aspect. Because yeah. like you said, you gotta you gotta earn the sale, bro. I'm not just coming in here just to buy this random T-shirt. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you gotta make me want to buy that. You know what I'm saying? Because the stuff that's gonna sell is gonna sell. I don't like, buy the stuff right. that's gonna sell right. out is, is sold out already. Right. Facts. Hey, yo, but check this out. My wife is looking at me like, it's time to eat dinner, bro. So, uh, <laughs> yo, yeah, happy wife, happy life. You feel me? So I'm about to dip I'll out, y'all. Peace. All right, man. Y'all be easy. Be safe. You too. Yeah, Rico, man. my guy. Hey, yes, nice sir. to meet you, bro. Yes, sir. You too, man. Thank All you. All right, man. Y'all be easy. All right, then, boys. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Brian, man, taking it back. Oh, my God. Ugh. His stories His stories made my day. Don't Like, that's, that's unbelievable For stuff. Real. I sat in the parking lot. So I bought some shoes from him. I bought it for uh, Richard Rawlings, the star of the show that I was producing. And I needed a pair of off-white UNCs and he had his size. And that's how I met Brian. And we sat in the parking lot and I'm supposed to be producing the show. We probably talked for three hours about sneakers. 
just generation. I literally was like, go ahead. Because he's got that thick ass accent too. So it's a lot yeah. of fun to listen to. And he gets really animated. It was great. I love Brian. He's a great guy. Yeah, Brian, Brian is real cool people. Yeah. I never met him. I didn't even know. Is is he is he in the chat in the run the world chat or like no, no, he's no, low key. So. He's on Instagram, but he's low key. He doesn't post anything. Oh really? Yeah. He posts about his wife and like his kids. That's it. That's it. He's the, he's mad cool though. Super mad rad cool. dude. Yeah, he's all about new balances, but he knows all the shoes, man. He's oh yeah, he's like super OG. Facts. Yeah. All right, boys. All right, get out of here. I'll all see right, you guys later. Here. All right, Rico. All right, Dave. Have a good one, man. You too. Thank Peace. you.